Fiddler again, folks. Welcome back to the Brewtime Podcast. In a sec, we're going to be having a chat with Michael, the Gorilla Biker. He's a YouTube moto vlogger, does a lot of rebuild type stuff, plus general moto vlogging, bike reviews, kit reviews, that kind of thing. Great lad. Typical, brilliant Irish crack. You're going to enjoy this one. But first... A quick shout out for our sponsors. As usual, we're sponsored by Enov. Now, Enov do motorcycle dash cams. They've got single systems like the C5. I've got a video on that one from a few years ago. And they also do dual camera systems, the K-series. K5 is a 4K camera at the front, 1080 at the rear. The K3 is 1080 all round. Both the K3 and K5 have got external remotes. They've got Wi-Fi, so you can integrate them with an app. Uh, they have GPS trackers, awesome bits of kit, folk, totally fit and forget. As soon as you switch the engine on, they start recording and you're totally covered. Uh, I know from past experience, sadly, if you're involved in an accident, first thing that's asked is, do you have CCTV? And if you have one of these fitted, you can turn around and say yes. Head to inov, inovv.co.uk forward slash TP1 for some more information. When you deal with them, don't forget to tell them Teapot sent you. We're also sponsored by Ultimate Add-ons. Now, I've got a bit of blurb to read out here. Ultimate Add-ons are the premium manufacturer of mobile phone and action camera mounting solutions for motorcycles. With a kit for any bike and a proven track record of creating products to keep your devices safe, secure, and easily accessible, the Ultimate Add-ons product range is ideal for any rider from the commuter to the round-the-world adventurer. Why shell out on an expensive GPS system when you could use your smartphone, keeping it charged and within reach to take photos of your travels at the same time. Ultimate add-ons, waterproof, shockproof and dustproof tough cases are available for all flagship smartphone models and are designed by riders for riders. Find out why Ride Magazine gives Ultimate add-ons their coveted Best Buy certification. Keep riding this winter with Ultimate add-ons. It's all about the journey. Now folks, I use the case for my phone. I've got the iPhone 11 Pro. They do all different types of phones plus a generic case uh, for them. Once you've got the actual case for your specific phone, you also have to get some sort of mounting solution. Now the only one I can vouch for is the one I use all the time. That's the helix strap mount you'll find that in the pedal cycle section but for me it's the best one for the motorbike as well there's loads of given it it's not a rigid sort of mounting solution i've had zero issues with the camera when i use this uh, that is the one i recommend head to ultimateaddons.com and don't forget to use code teapot1 with the number 10 teapot110 for 10 percent off we are also sponsored by the Influencer Store. The Influencer Store helps you build your brand big or small, providing you with a solution and apparel. We help you to increase your fan base while supporting you with starting your own influencer clothing line with nothing more than just an idea or design and there are no hidden costs. For more info, come check us out at theinfluencerstore.co.uk or drop them an email at online at influencerstore.co.uk for more information and don't forget to tell them teapot sent you folks if you head to my store for any of the merch at teapot1.com all of the merch there is handled by the influencer store i went with them because they're british because they do really good quality stuff and uh, the customer care is spot on i used to use Spreadshirt, uh, teespring all these sorts of places but to be honest with you the quality of items was was rubbish head to the influencer store 
Lastly, a massive shout out to all of you folks who've been listening to the podcast, sharing it, telling everyone about it, watching the vids over on the YouTube channel. A huge thank you to you. That is a massive support to me here. I couldn't be doing this without you. And those of you over in the clan who've gone that extra mile on Patreon, literally, I could not do this without all of your support. So a huge thanks from me. Okay then, folks, appreciate you listening to the sponsor shout-outs there. Let's crack on with this week's episode, The Gorilla Biker. Right, folks, welcome back to this week's brew time. And this week, we've got Michael, The Gorilla Biker. How you doing, bud? Good, yeah. How are you? Oh, grand. Grand. Very good, thank you. Very good. Um, Dude, I think, uh, I know you've listened to a couple of these before, so you know the crack. Well, um, first off, what's your tipple? What's your tipple of choice? Uh, Guinness today. I'm actually nearly nearly out of everything in, uh, in fancy, the house. I fancy that, an Irishman drinking a Guinness. <laughs> I have got my, my lovely wife, Mrs. Teapot, bought me the best advent calendar in the world. Oh, no it's way. a brew dog. She bought me a brew dog advent calendar, and this is Lost in Mango. Nice. Very nice. Is it, well, we'll find out as a good, I suppose. <laughs> we'll find out in a second. So um, here's to your health, pal. Slange. Cheers. Or slange. <laughs> I do think it's interesting the way so many words in Scottish and Irish are quite similar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Irish Gaelic, Scottish Gaelic, and then everything else in between, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> that is an interesting taste. Good, interesting. I think, I, like or... it. <laughs> I think it's a good, yeah, I think it's yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> There's a definite mango sort of aftertaste to it. I think it's, I think I'll have to have another little slip. That's it. Hang on. It's the smell. The smell smells like an off fart, but when you drink it, it's actually quite nice. Quite, an off fart. What does a good smelling fart smell like? Uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I could go into detail, but we won't. We won't. <laughs> It depends who's farted, I suppose. It's, it's too early in the podcast. We won't, we won't go into that. We won't go into We're going to find out a lot about you in this one, I think. <laughs> Dude, right. Um, before we crack on with questions, can I throw the floor open to you like I normally do? What's your name? Where'd you come from? What you do? Just introduce yourself and we'll go from there. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Michael. I'm from Kilkenny, which is also currently where I live again. I've kind of lived in a few places all over Ireland. Never any other country yet, though. Uh, and I am, I suppose, I would like to say primarily a motorbike human person, but really I'm primarily a, a mechanical engineer, uh, sadly working for, um, what would you call them, corporations. If my boss is listening to this, please don't fire me for saying that. Um, but also, uh, yeah, I suppose then I just make videos on YouTube of bikes and about bikes and with the bike people and doing stuff on bikes and etc. <laughs> the key, the key feature being bikes. Bikes are pretty much involved in it. I was watching your, um, uh, it was one of the suspension ones. It's quite a recent bid. Um, is that with, is it Sean? Is that right? Was it Sean or Dean? Oh, Dean, Dean, Dean. yeah, Dean from Automax Suspension, yeah. Yeah, you you were doing you were doing some um, refurbishment of the of the forks. That was funny, man. That was uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. You you probably know what this is like. Um, it, generally, when I'm editing videos, it's just me. So you know, you're editing, and you're like, I just I know the story I want to tell. I just want to kind of get it done because I'm sick of listening to myself. That was yeah. uh, that was actually one that was really 
fun to edit because I mean that was like well over an hour and most of it was just back and forth abuse so to right, seem like yeah. oh, I don't want to cut that out because it's funny <laughs> but no yeah yeah so that was actually enjoyable to edit which was which was nice it's hard isn't it when you edit when I've said this before on on here that when you're editing you know you know what you felt like and what went on at that time when you filmed it and you want to try and convey as much of that as possible. And it's really hard to cut, cut sufficient out that the piece still has momentum and it keeps people engaged, but it also tells the real story. And that's, that's definitely something I still struggle with now. Like I I, I, I think it's impossible not to. (laughs) It's like, you look at, you look at people like, like Casey Neistat, he's a prime example for me. Casey Neistat, Peter McKinnon, mostly Casey, I would say, because his mm. were much shorter. His were always his vids tend to be well under ten minutes. Yep. And I, I always look and think, how the hell have you told that story as conclusively as he does, but in like six minutes, seven minutes? I, I think it's something that if you if you have an interest in making videos and you've seen his videos, that exact same thought has come to my head because it, it, when you watch his videos. And uh, for any apologies for anyone who's never seen his videos, but if you watch his videos, you're like, I don't know, I come away from them like, right, that felt so much longer, but it never Mm. felt uninteresting. Just like you said, it's just so dense with storytelling pieces. It's like, wow, (laughs) how would you do that? Whereas I spend about five minutes to say hello. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I've, (laughs) I've definitely noticed particularly doing this podcast and going back and well, I don't really edit the podcast, but I have to listen to it all just to, just to just, make sure, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, I definitely, I'm well aware that I have verbal diarrhea way more than I ever <laughs> thought I did before. And it's like, ah, oh, shit, I need to, rather than use 23 words, use two. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, I was the same when I started making the videos. I realized like, Christ, I say, uh, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> like when I started doing it, I was like, okay, I have to make two and a half thousand cuts in this first five minutes, and it's all me just going like, uh. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think right. I've actually removed that from my general life as well because of it, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, it makes you think a little bit more about what you're saying rather than just blah, blapping it yeah. out, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, how long have you been making vids then? How long have you been doing this? Um, it's actually when I, I can't remember the date exactly. I do have written down somewhere because I just like wrote it down for myself. But it's in in January. Uh, it'll be three years. So mm. that's it's a. Uh, I was funny because someone someone um one of my friends said to me recently. He was like, uh, you know, how how long have you been making videos? And I said, ah, oh, three years next year. And he said, and you're thirty next year, right? And I said, yeah, I'm thirty next year. And he said, uh, so you've been making videos for more than ten percent of your life. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> It's great that having is, mates like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, just, it takes you back and go, whoa, that's uh, that's quite a long time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and um, where are you at just now? What sort of subs are you? I mean, subs aren't everything. I appreciate that. Where, what's, what's your channel at at the moment? I just crossed 5,000 subscribers, which was, um, I'll, be, I'll be honest, right? I don't know. Like, obviously, people who do watch my channel will probably know. Like, I just, I just, most of my videos are me just going out talking about something that, literally piqued mm. my interest and I never ever ever thought in a billion years I would hit you know 1,000 let alone 5,000 and that's come about like insanely quick and um, yeah. I had like a thought at the start of the year in my head you know when you're like I can't remember what it was at the start of the year but it wasn't 
I, I don't even know, is it 3,000? And I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if I got to 5,000 before Christmas? Yeah. And I crossed that yeah, like yeah, a few yeah. ago, like, whoa. <laughs> so, like, the stretch, stretch goal was 5,000 and it got there. So, it's a bit mad. I, I, I don't think, I don't think anyone that's not involved with YouTube, I don't think people realize how tough it is to get that first thousand. I mean, it, oh, yeah. It, it literally feels like a never-ending slog to get the first <laughs> thousand, doesn't it? it? Just, I think I was about seven years, six, seven years, and then I wasn't posting all the time, but I did. I, mm. I'll mention it. I did the trip. I still only had six hundred <laughs> odd, six hundred odd so, subs at the end of that, and it, you it know took the, till two thousand and sixteen. You know the way you get stick for mentioning that, yeah, like. I don't know why. If that was every time you said, I'm like, yeah, you're dead right. You did, you did ride around the world in the Jixer Thousand. And whenever they mention, like, he rode around the world in the Jixer Thousand people, and there, I was like, whoa, he's you, clearly insane. But fair play. <laughs> do you know why I get stick for it? It's because it's because I make a big deal about it. No, no one's ever said to me, "Oh God, you talk about that a lot." I'm just, <laughs> I just don't want to be the one that goes, "Oh, you know." And another time at band camp, <laughs> so I sort of play on it like the off road thing. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind off roading. I'm just shit at it, but yeah. I, I always make a big deal about it, and I make a big deal about the trip. And obviously, people, people jump on it, don't they? And it's become a thing now. Yeah, <laughs> it's my own fault. It's my own fault, um, folks. It's an absolute travesty. If you enjoy my vids, you're going to love Michael's. So please head to the Gorilla Biker <laughs> and give the lad a little uh, sub, subscribe, subscription, follow, you're setting, like. You're setting people Do, up you know for what mad disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong, the old bell. He's Thank a big very chap much. like me. He's Celtic with a good crack, probably better than mine, I'd suggest. And he actually knows what he's doing with the spanners as well and can ride uh, a bike. Follow the guy. <laughs> More than I do, mate, i tell you that. <laughs> I know which way the front of the bike is because that's the bit that tends to take me into dangerous things. Uh, sure that's all, that's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, shall we crack on my questions? Because I'm well aware that any questions I'll have, people have probably asked them already anyway. So absolutely. See how it how it turns uh, out. I'm really interested to see what people asked, actually. <laughs> you might <laughs> regret there's, that. There's one, there's I know there's one question I answered. I I responded to the guy you asked on Instagram. The only reason I did that was because I saw it and I was like, ha, I do remember that. It popped up on my notifications. Like, I hope. Bruce doesn't think that guy's being really rude. So I was like, I, I'm just going to reply so he knows that I know there's a joke there and it's fine. No worries. Instagram's about the only ones where I actually ever get a pre-read of the questions because, as you said, it notifies you all the time, it notifies, doesn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Patreon and stuff, I, I tend, and Facebook, I don't often um, pre-read anything. So first off, we'll go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash teapot1 to the clan. First question. Well, the first question was from a, a new clan member, Simon Orm, who asked where he left the questions. And Simon, I can't find where you've left the question, mate. Um, so I don't know if you did. Apologies if you did, but it's not here in the comments. So first one, Mark, Mark Fulcher. Oh, God, let's see what he asks. <laughs> Help me, ducks. So a couple of questions for you both tonight, just for shits and giggles. What's your best Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman joke? Oh, no. I'm crap at this. I actually have one. Go on. Let's see. It. There's, only, let's there's see only one. There's only one I ever use because a lot of them, a lot of those jokes generally make Irish people out to be idiots. So I just can't retell them because you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> You know, it's a bit awkward, but there's one, there's one that's beautiful, and I'm going to apologize because this is going to make probably some people like go, Ugh. 
shake their fist at me. Um, so an Irishman, a Welshman, an Englishman, and a Scotsman are on a plane. And the captain says, plane's too heavy. You know, someone needs to, to get off. So brave Scotsman says, for the glory of Scotland, jumps off the plane. Captain says, no, plane's still too heavy. Brave Welshman says, for the glory of Wales, jumps off the plane. No, still too heavy. Irishman says, for the glory of Ireland, and throws the Englishman off the plane. <laughs> it's the only one I know. It's the only one you need. Awesome. Um, brilliant. I can't well, believe someone the, asked that. That's brilliant. It's about Englishman, Irishman, Scottish, Welsh. Those jokes, they're about the only racist jokes you're allowed these days, isn't it? If you take the piss yeah, out of Irish, Scottish or Welsh, perfectly fine. I get called sweaty. I get called every name under the sun. But it's fine because I'm Scottish. It's fine. There's, a, there's another good one I know about Scotsman, actually. It's uh, how copper wire was invented. <laughs> Go on. Two Scotsmen fighting over a penny. <laughs> I apologise. Right, yeah. folks, that was my call. Uh, see you later. Cheers now. Hey, good luck. <laughs> Uh, Mark, I genuinely, mate, I cannot think of uh, of a joke at the moment. I'll I'll try and rack my brains as we're talking. And he, he just he, he has loads. He just doesn't want to say them. <laughs> <laughs> None that will beat that. Uh, Mark also says, "I'm just away on holiday down in Cornwall, and I'm pleasantly surprised at how courteous the drivers are. Generous waves and thumbs up, etc. Down the tight country lanes. Is this really that much of a lost art? I know around my way we're still very much nodders, but do we need to campaign to bring back the nod? Yes, yes. I'm I'm nodding. Yes, we do. Yeah, hundred percent. There definitely is not as much nodding as there used to be. I think." It's it's a funny one because obviously I, I travel a good distance up and down to work every day, most of the time on the bike, a good 90% of the time. And it's it's something that's funny. Every single day I meet a guy who goes past me on an R6 and every single day the two of us will be like, how are you getting yeah. on? There's one guy um, and it's funny because I'm pretty certain he actually watches my channel and I'm pretty certain he comments quite a bit because I do recognize his helmet from his profile picture. And there's not that many people who own a brand new Tri Triumph Rocket 3 in Ireland. Right. And I mean, I've literally went so far as to nearly put my two legs, two hands out and give him a full, you know, like, hey, wave. Nah, not a blink from him. And there's two wow. guys on, and I apologize in advance, GSs. And I mean, they won't even acknowledge that you're looking at them. They're just dead straight ahead. And yeah, I'm off to do yeah. my business. Just, I've just, never got just, that. just nod, just nod. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never got the snobbery on bikes, you know, like sports no. bikes only wave to sports bikes, GS wankers only wave to GS, Harleys wave to nobody unless they're Harleys. I've never got any of that. And I I definitely noticed going from the Jixar onto a, a GS, how little people actually will nod or wave back. And I, I, I like you, I'm like nodding yeah. all the time at <laughs> no. people. You, know, you really have to make an effort, don't you? And, I think people yeah. are doing it, but down down in the southeast, I don't think it's anywhere near as as prevalent. Certainly, once you head north, it's mm. it's still alive and well up there for sure. But down here, nah. nah. I would agree. When we when we were in Scotland recently, we got mostly, I would say, 80, 90 percent of nods and waves were were mm. replied to. Um, yeah, so I, I'd agree with the northern parts. Where I, now I've never ridden in the southern parts, so you know it's completely skewed, but. Yeah, up there, definitely. I do think traffic has probably got a, a factor of on that. And as in there's so much traffic down here, people are just 
like focused on the road a lot of the mm. t- you know people people tend to look as far as the front wheel a lot of the time mm-hmm. when when there's a lot of traffic round about and I think people's vision maybe isn't up and looking at everything else round about they're just looking at what's going to kill them next down here yeah well, yeah. that's fair enough too like I mean I suppose if you think about it a lot of people might not ride all of the time maybe maybe they're just commuters so like that maybe they are super focused on I don't want to die here today so I'm just gonna look in mm. that little narrow alley of vision which is I mean that's fair enough yeah yeah maybe there's a vid in this bring back the nod maybe we should yeah. start a campaign I, I agree I do maybe people don't know and you know all those little symbols like tap the helmet for um, yeah yeah policy and all that stuff so it's uh, there's, there's a lot of people don't know that because there was a guy actually once I went past him and I mean there was actually there was uh, I don't know do you, do you have more we've, we've customs cops here uh-huh. and they're like they, I don't know some so, someone in there who trains everyone actually when they got recruited I think they told them they actually have the power of of um, God Poseidon himself because I mean they just they're just so rude uh, all of the time but there was the, and them customs customs cop checking for to actually check for uh, you know English red cars that haven't been VRT yet because you know God helped the government losing a few hundred euro um, and there was a normal cop with the speed gun out so I was I tapped the helmet and your man like threw up his hand and I tapped it again he threw up his hand like this and he actually turned and followed me down the road so I pulled it he was like what, what were you doing I was like oh it's this guard's down the road and he had the yeah. clue now he's a, he was younger than me um, so fair yeah. enough and, I think you, you need to know, like, who tells you these things, I suppose. You know what I mean? Where do you learn them point. If, you, if you don't have a group of, of older bikers who you know? Michael, there's a vid here. Biker etiquette. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Michael and I are going to do, a, a, one of us will do a vid on this. If anyone or, else or does boat. one before we do, <laughs> you've, you've copied us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, that's definitely ideas. a vid, isn't it? Biker right. etiquette. It's definitely yeah. a vid. 100%. Uh, it'd be very um, interesting to see actually do you cover everything I'd cover or vice versa because I, I wonder yeah, yeah. what's missing between our collective knowledge. Good point. Tell you what, folks, if you're listening to the, well, not if you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching the podcast vid now, leave something in the comments about like what what is our a sort of hand signal that you know of like how do you say hello do you nod do you wave do you stick your boot out um how do you warn about old bill how do you warn about hazards all that sort of stuff let us know in the comments and um we could do some sort of vid on it yep absolutely i'm coming to ireland we could do it when i come to ireland I'll when you come to ireland um next year definitely i'm i'm coming it's Excellent. i've been meaning to do it for the last couple of years and some some something some, beginning some with C has got yeah. in the way. So um way yeah, next year, bugger it, I'm coming. Even if I've got to swim and drag me bike, I'm coming. <laughs> See ya. Um, route, route, route yourself through Northern Ireland. It's uh that's that's how I got to Scotland. No one checks anything. <laughs> All received. Liking that. Right. Yeah. All received. Uh right, last one from Fulch. He says, lastly, best pint of Guinness in Ireland. Oh. He says his is the hideaway in Loch Gauna. Look. Loch Gauna, that's um, that's Longford, I think. So I must go up there. I've never been. I don't know the hideaway, but I must go up there. Um, oh, best point. That's a tough question. I've had many points of Guinness in many places. Where's the best? Uh, I'm going to keep it local, and I'm going to say Clear's Pub in Kilkenny. They do a fantastic point of Guinness, and I'm actually going in there on the 23rd for my uh, Christmas points with my friends. So 
yeah, clears clears pub in Kilkenny. It's and if you if you like like live music, they obviously when that thing that we were talking about there that we won't talk about is uh, around, they they usually you'll have tra- uh, you know trad sessions and stuff like that in the corner or something. Awesome. So it's a great it's a great little pub. I, lo- I love that over in Ireland in particular. You still get it in parts of Scotland, but nowhere near as prevalent as, as Ireland. I love it. When you walk into a boozer and it's just someone playing a fiddle, someone playing a guitar, just Brilliant, cracking yeah. on. Brilliant. And, and I Brilliant. hope they haven't I hope they haven't killed it because it's one of those things that uh, look uh, we won't like, <laughs> we won't talk about it, but it's mm. it's one of those things that has kind of been stopped for really no logical reason I can see is live music is not allowed to be played. Mm. Which I don't understand but i really hope that it does make a full comeback because i i personally love it um and i i I completely and utterly lack musical talent um (laughs) you know all of actually i lack most talents to be honest i can't really cook around (laughs) them either but the only thing i can do is fix mechanical things that's all i was born with but uh there's a couple of my friends who would be really talented musicians and um i know i know they'd love to get back to it so hopefully it picks back up I don't know if, if you've watched Richie Vida's. He's he did a tour of the Wild Atlantic. I way. watched, my, yeah, very good. And obviously, he's. I hate him. For, I don't. I love you, Rich, but <laughs> I hate the bloke because he's so talented musically. You know, he's, and, he's ridiculous. <laughs> it's not. He just can just walk in somewhere, pick up an instrument, and start playing. And just, I hate him. I hate him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I understand what you mean though, because you're like, wow, you're so good, but. God, I hate you because you're so. Yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love. I would love to be like that. But yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. me too. But nah, it's not, it's not in my bones. So you know, <laughs> anyone, anyone that was at this year's Wild Bad Weekend uh, heard, that heard me sing 500 miles, you'll know I'm not musical. <laughs> um, what was I going to say there? I was going to say something about. Oh yeah, how are things over there in terms of? COVID, you know, is are, are things back to any semblance of normality or? Uh, they are and they aren't. I mean, obviously, it's it's. I think it's the same as ever. It's going a bit worse again now. Uh, again, again, going a bit worse. So things are kind of quieting down. To be honest, and I know this probably isn't the best way to put it, I tend to just ignore it as much as I can and go around, go about my daily life as normal as I can. Same. But yeah, it's definitely... Um, the, the effect what like a big problem for me which was which was really annoying was I was actually I was I had to go to the states for work in June um mm. which obviously was not the best time to travel and because at the time it was predicted I'd get I don't know vaccinated in like mid 2023 in Ireland so I, they they were offering them I got vaccinated in the car park of a piggly wiggly in North Carolina, and that is the right. truth, right? By an army man, very nice guy. Uh, thanks for that. But the reason I did it was because if I didn't do that when I came back to Ireland, I would have to stay in a hotel room for two weeks, which just was not yeah, happening. Yeah. So I was like, look, you could stick pure acid in my veins. And I, I yeah. at that point, I'd be like, no hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just, just to completely avoid the argument because I know there's a lot of foreign against and I just stay clear of it because I just, I, I don't mm. care enough, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like, whatever. But um, when I came back then obviously I had a, an American um, card thing and then I couldn't get the EU one so I couldn't do anything so I was just like completely in the middle of everything and even you know you ring the helpline and they're like yeah no like we, we get your point but but also no you can't do all the things <laughs> so that it's just was insane. Annoying. just I mental been... completely mental yeah I mean I, I don't I don't want to get bogged down in this but that's purely 
I've got a fair amount of contempt for it all now because there's just no logic. There's zero agree. logic yeah. in any of this anymore at all. If, if it was logical and they could back it up with science and, and actual science and results, mm. then I would I would play the game. But now I'm, I've been double jabbed. I'm not convinced I'm going to go booster. The only reason I got double jabbed was was to travel. And mm-hmm. um, now it's like, well, how often are we going to have to do this? Have you listened to the Joe Rogan, the latest Joe Rogan podcast with Dr. What? Peter McCulloch? I'm actually halfway through it, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that it's like, surely, surely not. You know what I mean? When you're yeah. listening to it, you're like, I don't, I'd hate using the terms, but you're like, am I, am I insane? Like listening mm-hmm. to this and being like, well, hold hold on a second, you know. But it's it. I I'm actually I try to listen to as broad base of stuff as I can. Same. Like that's I think that's how you get a really healthy picture of current world things. Um, mm. because obviously if you just focus in on one side or the other of any argument, you do tend to miss a lot. Um, it's tainted, but, isn't it? It's it's tainted. It is. uh, abs- you can't these just days, have absolutely. one side of an argument. Yeah, yeah. No. No, you just can't. But yeah, listening to him is um I, I don't know, it's 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 uh it's strange, isn't it? It's if mm. if even half of what he's saying is true, it's like yeah. what? How it's is infuriating. It, how is this it's I mean, really, really annoying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, folks all I can say to you is please listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with Peter McCulloch, listen to what the man says. And make your own mind up. That's yep. all I'm gonna say. Best right, way, let's draw a discreet <laughs> veil under that now because I can feel my blood rising. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good good card, good card. We'll crack on with some questions. Charlie <laughs> Callard. Charlie, how are you doing, pal? Evening, gents. Question one. So you're having a movie made about you. Who is cast to be the role of you? Cracking question. Oof. Cool, blimey. Cool. Who's going first? <laughs> Oh, crikey. Um, uh, who would play me? Uh, I'm really bad at names as well. So, like, even, I if, I, even if I picture an actor, I'm like, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> I'd want to say Brad Pitt, but mine's more like, um, oh, Brad, Brad Pitt on stilts for you, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. Brad Pitt after he's been to Greg's for about a month and a half. <laughs> um. I'd love to say The Rock, but uh, it's because it make because I love him, but it makes no sense. He's and awesome, and he'd probably do a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> and he's shorter than me, so it just wouldn't work. Well, yeah, because you're a big old lump. What are you? Six five? Six seven? <laughs> you're six seven. Too tall is the answer. Too tall. Wowza! Yeah. Trying to buy clothes and whatnot is um, challenging. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with The Rock just because he's a legend, uh, all around, all around legend. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's not that you want to blow your own trumpet or anything, you know. But nah. yeah, the rock. Uh, well, he um, he's an all-around legend, so he might make me look good. I'm most certainly right. not. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Um, I think I think uh, for me, I like. Oh, what's the guy from King of Queens? The American comedian from King of Queens. Oh, I know who you're talking about. What's his name? I Kevin know. something. Is it Kevin? Mm, I I'm so bad with names. I'm not sure. I know the guy you're talking about, but I, he was I, in I, Hitch and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, because he's 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 a large chap. Um, mind you, he's funny. American. I don't you any, see again I don't with any... the accents. That's the thing. Yeah, he's gonna is, butcher your accent. <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm trying to think of a Scottish guy that's 
that's physically, physically, what's the word? A fat Scottish geezer. I'm trying to think of a fat Scotch, <laughs> uh, fat Scotsman. Man, how, how, like, actor. You can't call yourself fat anymore. You could like probably roll from Scotland to China. I am fat. <laughs> There's no hiding it. I'm fat. You know what I mean? I accept that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but there's, any... there's 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 well insulated and fit <laughs> and there's fat. There's a the big difference. I'm not even fit anymore. I used to be fit. Genuinely, I used to be a fit fat guy, and now I'm just a fat guy. <laughs> are, you, no have you, are, you, are you still doing the rowing? No, no. <sighs> I've I've not rowed properly since I would say probably end of April was the last time I properly was rowing like five days a week, and then mm. it it. it drastically drifted away when we got the dog we got a dog end of may and i mean i'm walking i walk i walk the, the pup at least mm. once a day if not twice a day um so i'm still doing that but i'm not i'm not rowing fair enough. this is bugging me um charlie i can't think of a i can't think of a fat on oh, no, no, google scottish, scottish actor. actors scottish male fat actors scottish actors <laughs> I can't be sexist. Maybe there's a fat female Scottish actress. Act- we, we, could, we could feed up actors. James McAvoy. <laughs> now he's a bit of a legend. I've I've I know mm. a few people personally in the bike industry who've met him because apparently oh, really? he's into his bikes, and they've all said he's a really genuine nice guy. Well, there you go. So we just feed him up, put him on stilts, and he's you. There we go, James. If you're listening, or if anyone <laughs> knows James and they're listening, um. Tell him there's a job for him if he wants it. I'm actually going to see see Irish male actors because I probably like The Rock. Probably it's just not going to work out with the name. I like Killian I Murphy. like Gerard no, Butler as well. Far too good looking. Um, yeah, Chris O'Dowd. We'll go. Chris O'Dowd could probably play me. Who's that? Who's Chris O'Dowd? It it crowd. I'm old. I haven't watched it. Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know what else he's saying to me. Honestly, I don't know the it crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Hold on. We'll find out. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Uh, ooh, recently he's in nothing I've watched. <laughs> so maybe this is maybe, like having my own Jamie. This is great. We should do this every week. You're yeah, just on Google. No really. problem. Maybe, maybe he's a uh, yeah. Maybe there you go. He definitely accepted all as me because he's he's clearly in decline. <laughs> he needs a job. Sorry, 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 Chris. Sorry, I'm only joking. Right, question two. <laughs> Seems we've just blown that. You you have coffee, beer, and fuel. Which do you have a lifetime supply of, and which do you keep, and which one is lost forever? Okay, coffee, beer, and fuel. Which one is a lifetime supply? Which one do you keep, and which one is lost forever? Mm, well, I think lifetime supply has to be fuel, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Of the other two, though, that's a that's a mean question. Beer and coffee. I don't know. I don't know. Could I survive without coffee? Is the problem? Yeah, I'd have to keep coffee and lose beer. I think I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd survive without coffee. I love yeah, my I, coffee. Everyone thinks I'm a raving alky because every time <laughs> I do the podcast, I'm drinking a beer. But I mean, this is literally the only. Well, this is the only sort of regular time I have a beer is two, three cans when I do a podcast once a week. Yeah, that's pretty. The rest fair. of the time, I I don't drink. Honest. I very rarely drink myself, so it'd yeah, it'd have to be coffee I'd keep. Sorry to disappoint just, everybody about the stereotypical Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking, because I know people will be going, hang on, what about yeah, and when I'm away on a bike trip, the evenings I'll have a beer. 
yeah, so social stuff and trips. Yeah, that's I'll have a beer in the evening, but normal yeah, life yeah, no. in moderation. It's fine, Bruce. You're not an alcoholic. It's not moderation. I proper <laughs> knock it back. <laughs> Mind you, everyone else that's with me drinks a lot, so it's not just me. If everyone else is doing it, surely it's okay. <laughs> if we're crap. all alcoholics, none of us are alcoholics. That's exactly. how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. The bolt hole biker. Evening chaps. Firstly, what do you think the percentage chances are of the two of you both fitting into a Fiat 500? Not a hope in hell. Not of your six, You'd be seven. surprised. You'd be. Um, actually, also, number one, uh, bolt hole biker has a great channel himself. He's a, he's a patron of mine. He's a... Um, He's a he's a very nice dude, uh, but uh, interesting seeing him there. But uh, hello, by the way. And um, what else? Yeah, no, you'd be surprised. I rented a Fiat Five Hundred years ago now, um, which broke my soul actually because myself and and the missus went over to um, Spain uh, all around Tarragona, and I don't know if you've ever been to Tarragona, but that's where the Tarragona Rally is. Like they have some unbelievable right. roads over there, like down past like a castle on a cliff, Miravet and stuff like that. And anyway. We rented a car because she had never been on a bike with me at that point. And uh, it was a Fiat 500. And actually, they're quite spacious. I think me and you would fit just fine. The car might struggle. The suspension might break. But I would give it a 100% chance. I can't believe. Are you sure it was a Fiat 500 and not like the Grande Fiat 500? No, nope, it was just a fi- standard Fiat 500. My wife and I went to a friend's <laughs> wedding down in France. And we had the same thing. When we got when we arrived at the airport, we were given a Fiat 500 as the, the loan car. And my, my missus is not a big woman. <laughs> and, and there just was no room. I mean, I was literally like this, trying to drive this car. I never said we'd be comfortable. It's <laughs> <laughs> an important clarification. Yeah, if, if, um, if herself wasn't small, like her, my elbows were, yeah, like that. You're just kind of, you're in their yeah, space, yeah, yeah. but you could drive it. <laughs> Jesus If you do come to Ireland You'll have to find someone To volunteer If you had 500 For us to both right, fit into <laughs> Right There's another video In that isn't there um, yeah, just Second question Have I in and out Exactly And a crowbar I enjoyed <laughs> watching Your Scotland trip recently Any plans To get yourself Back to Blighty But maybe venturing A bit further south Not too far We've got some Awesome riding roads In the north of England And can even arrange For rain To make you feel A bit more at home If you'd like <laughs> You can leave off the rain I don't need more of that That's fine um, uh, Yes Yes I would love to Get back over To be honest um, I'd love to go to Scotland For longer and also because of the likes of yourself and Richie Veed and whatnot, uh, the Peak District, I'd love to go there, um, right all around that there. area. Uh, it looks stunning. Um, obviously, Wales, I'd love to get to Wales as well. So, yeah, yeah definitely. It's, it's it's on the cards, provided my my life lets me and whatnot. Absolutely, yeah. I'd love to get back over. Because really, it's it's actually a very short ferry hop. And I mean, the ferry to Scotland is very cheap as well. So it's, I suppose, it's just, it, I think a lot of those things are just a really, they're really a case of just saying, right, I'm going on that day and that's mm-hmm. it and just go um, because yeah. otherwise you won't. And uh, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed the Scotland trip as well. I absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. How long were you over? Was it three days? Is that right? Am I right in thinking it was three days? We, I'm trying to think now myself. No, it was, it was four days total, I think. Four. Four, 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 four nights, four nights, five, hmm. maybe five, maybe five. Oh, okay. All right. For over five days, I think it was four nights. Yeah, four nights. What's your, what was your, have you got a favorite part of it? Ah, yeah. Or bet you'd it, like to do again. Yeah. Cairn, Cairn Gorms National mm-hmm. Park, all those roads around there. 
Um, yeah, I'd love to do the Isle of Skye again because the day we were out on the Isle of Skye, it was it, like it got so so cold. It was it was raining sure the whole way, but it it I mean it got really cold out there, really really cold. Yeah. So I'd love to experience that with some. Not even it doesn't have to be dry, but maybe like ten degree weather would be fine. Just it was so cold. Summer. God, I remember that. It was about ninety five. It hit ten degrees. It was. God, what a summer! Great day. Yeah. Um, Sky is a beautiful place, man. A lot of people say it's Scotland in miniature because it's it's almost got parts of the whole of Scotland all in that one wee island. It's just it's stunning. God, oh, it's gorgeous. And like we we when we rode out there, it was like I said, it was lashing rain, but just the mm. views. I, I said it. I said it on the video. I think I said it to the guys who I was with. I actually think the rain added a bit to it because all the the like the peaks and stuff you come past, and I'm not sure what the island is across the way from it um, with the mountains on it. I, I think it's is it the Hebrides? Hebrides. Hebrides. The, start of the Hebrides, yeah. Yeah, you can see them in the distance and you could just see the rain clouds just drifting across them. It was just like, ah, it was such an experience. I absolutely loved Scotland. Um, yeah. I'm I'm surprised you don't live up there again, to be honest, other than the rain, but it's just, well, what a place. <laughs> yeah, I've often I've often questioned why I came down this neck of the woods, I've got to say. <laughs> Funnily enough, my wife, my wife, once she once she retires, once she finishes in the old bill, she she wants to retire back up to Scotland, hopefully with me. Um, but yeah, yeah, she would she would like to head up that way. She loves it up there. Yeah. And the roads are really good too. Like <clears throat> yeah, surface ways. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a great place. Uh, there's there's quite a few there's quite a few sort of beautiful parts of of the UK and what I've seen of Ireland so far. And um, I, th- I think a lot of the time we're in this quest, aren't we, to to travel abroad to try and find these stunning places. And a lot of the time it's right there on our doorstep. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's stunning places right here on this wee island. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> just avoid um, cities. Avoid cities. That's all I ever yeah. say. Yeah, don't come to London. Just don't. Come yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Next one. Crazy legs on a bike. How you doing, Jake? My question: You clearly are mechanically minded, but when putting vlogs out showing how to and rebuilds, do you ever get challenged in YouTube comments or receive negative comments? If so, how do you deal with it? No way. Who gets negative comments on YouTube? No one. No one. Uh, um, well, num- number one, I'm glad I come across as mechanically minded. <laughs> My <laughs> boss would be delighted. Maybe he won't fire me after all. Um, no, the... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yes, I suppose that the comments, the comments thing. I, I try to remember the whole question in my head, but uh, the comments. Y- yes, I do. I mean, uh, yes and no. I've actually, strangely enough, I've never had like uh, a complete and utter bad comment on one of the the mechanical videos because I'm very clear on those that I am not a qualified mechanic. You're if if you want to follow along the video and see what I'm doing, it's very much a look. This is how I'm doing it for my bike mm-hmm. in my way. Yeah, I'm not yeah. telling you this is the best way to do it. I'm not saying this is the service manual A to Z to do it. Um, and I think I think people do appreciate that as well. I, I hope. Um, and actually, oftentimes it's it, look. There have been negative comments, obviously, yes. And there's been you know comments that are like, well, I saw you use this type of grease to reseat. Oh, you know, yeah, your yeah. brake pistons, but you should use this one. That's what I use. And it's like, yeah, well, both are correct. So in a way, yeah. But actually, when I was when I was refreshing the Jixer at the time, 
um, there was a there was a guy um, from London actually, and he said he used to work with Suzuki for 25 years, and uh, he he messaged me privately and said, "You're doing a great job." But I'll keep an eye out for you in case I see you do anything terribly wrong, which I really appreciated. That was really yeah, nice yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just a nice little backup. And at the end <clears> of it, when I started up, he just messaged me and he said, "No, look good, well done." I'm like, ah, sweet. So, Happy days. yeah, not 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 on actually on the mechanical videos. Now that I think of it, no, generally they're positive. Just sometimes people have a difference of opinion on. You know the method, say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your um, that's your S rad, isn't it? Your S rad GX750. Mm-hmm. I nice. love that bike. I love that bike so is much. Is that the one? Is that the one that had the little mishap at the track? Yeah, yeah. It Go is. on, <laughs> tell us all about it. Tell us all, mate. I've crashed enough Jixos. You know it happens. Uh, yeah, what that one. Um, well, I crashed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was it was the first day up there actually on the Jigster. So I'd done a track day on the CBF uh, previous that and I brought the Jigster up and it's funny, I even remember saying to to um herself uh, that I had I remember the day before I was like, oh I really because I wasn't a hundred percent happy with the bike, you know, I'd gotten it together, I'd gotten it on the road, it was riding nice, but I really wasn't happy with the rear suspension. I know enough mm. about suspension to know when it's not right, but i you know, I'm not a genius, especially with shocks. Shocks are, especially with Dean after showing me, they're very, very, very complicated with all the little springs that have to move to allow fluid to flow. They're crazy. Forks wow. are way more simple than, than shocks. But um, Jesus, I thought a shock was just a, a big spring. Man, there's like, there's like, well, it looks like hundreds, but it's probably like 20. These little spring um, like washers that are slightly bent and they're different thickness and stuff. And they're actually what let the fluid flow. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I, I really wasn't happy anyway with my suspension, particularly rear front. I knew it was a bit soft, but manageable. Um, and I had an off feeling the whole time. I remember I went up anyway, and I was taking it easy enough. I was in novices and um, pushing on a bit, getting getting more comfortable. And then one of the marshals, um, Chris, who was an absolutely brilliant teacher up there as well. Just if, if you're if you're ever in Mondello talk to Chris, he'll look after you. Um, and I was pushing on a bit more than in inters, you know, got a few laps in, felt really good. As far as I remember, there was a red flag with come in and it, it was probably a combination of a lot of things, including me not heating the tires back up fully, just went out with excitement, mm-hmm. a bit of excitement and then um, was pushing on towards a corner that I still don't really like now. And I probably never will. Cause I just can't get the line I want on it. But I came in quite close to um, the curb and Chris was behind me, actually had his GoPro on and the the rear suspension never fully, it never actually, it I had compressed it coming into the corner and it basically just, it was fully, fully, fully compressed. So I leaned, leaned, leaned and just the rear tire just let go. Um, All right. Now I look back in the video and I was like, did I, did I like throttle it out and uh, despite a few comments that I did get in that one saying you were too happy on the throttle, you know, you, you gunned it. I literally have a 360 cam that I can point directly at my hand and it doesn't move. It's, it's, it's completely even throttle. But anyway, that's immaterial. I did crash it. And then, yeah, the rear end went and I don't know, have you ever had a, like a low side like that, but you do not know that it's happening. It's yeah. there one second gone the next. And then all yeah. I remember was a uh, sky ground, sky ground, sky ground, sky ground. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was an interesting one, and good experience, I suppose. <laughs> I stood up from it, walked away, so couldn't be that exactly. bad. <laughs> Better a low side than a high side. Absolutely, absolutely. And no, actually, you don't want to be doing a Superman. Go no, on. 
I witnessed a few high sides up there and uh, it is what encouraged me to buy a like a climb GPS air vest for track days because I've done quite yeah. a few this year so it, I, w- I saw one or two one guy had the exact same vest on and I mean he just stood up and walked literally strolled away yeah. from something that if he hadn't had one on it would have been bad and I've witnessed unfortunately a few people have gotten hurt so yeah better to have it on I suppose in that case when you're doing a good few Absolutely. Uh, it's funny you say that. I've I've just been um, approached by is it Helite Helite, mm. the French company, and um, they're they're giving me one of their sort of GPS electronic vests. Excuse me to um, try out next year. So hopefully I'll I'll not have to try it out for real. But who knows? But had to there. have it there as backup. You know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I did a wee post on my socials actually when when I when I was up there at the NEC, the amount of people that, that contacted me going, not just with Halite, but with various other air vests, people were just like, you know, save my life. He's, you know, I, I've crashed wearing a, a vest and I walked, as you said, I walked away or, mm. you know, I had a sprained wrist, whereas I should have had obliterated shoulders, broken neck, yep. all the rest of it, ribs. So, I mean, they obviously work. I, I've I've got mates who've had big crashes wearing them. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I hope, yeah. I hope I don't get to test it in anger, but <laughs> we'll see. What what I think is very interesting is like Alpine Stars, they say that mm. their base level air vest is 10 times better than their top level back protector. Yeah, like yeah It will yeah. protect your back 10 times better, which, look, I know they're a big investment, but I mean, that's the reason I went with the one I went with is you pay like half of the full cost up front and then you can pay 12 euro every month for mm. three years, which mm-hmm. uh, look, it, 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 suited, it suited me to do that way. Obviously, if you can pay up front, it's probably better to do it up yeah, front. Yeah. But mm. um, yeah, I'd be really interested to see how the Helite one gets on because I'd like to get one that you wear over your clothes for the road. Whereas, yeah. the, you know, that GPS one you wear under your leather. So it's, oh, it's okay. really for right. more track track applications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One thing that I'm, I'm unsure about is I, I always wear a rucksack. And I don't know if I could put a rucksack over the top of, of this. I'll need to speak with Helite. I don't know. It's a fair question, know. yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I'll have to. I suppose I you, will probably, find out. You, you probably can, provided it's, um, it, the, the rucksack's loose enough to let it expand. Because yeah. that's what they say on the one, you know, that goes under my leathers is they, they check you for how much space you have under your leathers, which at this time of year is definitely less than it was in summer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they check, they check for that place. So provided it can expand. I mean, yeah. it's it's it'll be the same as you crash with a rucksack, except you have an airbag between you and the rucksack. So yeah, I mean, yeah. it would make Jesus. sense. I'm lucky to get my phone in my leathers when I'm wearing them, <laughs> let alone an air vest. Anyway, don't mind. Um, right, crazy legs on a bike, Jay. Uh, yeah, negative comments. I mean, I, I know Crazy Legs has a channel, Crazy Legs on a bike, and um, it's just part and parcel, isn't it? It's part and parcel of of putting yourself out there on social media these days, sadly. Mm. It's it's one big massive school playground and you are gonna get arseholes. And I'll I'll I will quantify this. Sometimes people aren't being arseholes. Sometimes people they either don't convey what they're saying correctly in mm-hmm. in text, or as I've been victim of, not victim, I've been guilty of quite a few times. The person reading that comment can take it in all manner of different ways. I've 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 read Absolutely. comments and thought someone's having a pop, and I've had a pop mm. back, gone to sleep, woke up the next day to read the reply, 
only to reread their comment and go, oh shit, they weren't actually having a pop. It was just me having a bad day. So yeah, yeah. But I think it comes back to what you said. We're, you know, it's it is it, we're all human at the end of the day. You make yeah. those kind of reading errors, and I think you know I've I've done the same, and people have done the same back to to some of my replies. And yeah. I always just try basically give give people the benefit of the doubt unless they're very clearly being an arsehole. But then for me, uh, at the same time. And it's it's something I kind of try to keep in my head is you're you're never going to please everyone and not yeah. everyone will like you. Yeah, and there's nothing yeah, yeah, you can yeah. do about that. Yeah, if you if you can't deal with that fact, you know if you're a people pleaser and you you just want to be liked by everyone, it is any form of social media is not the place to raise your head because it'll be a tough space to be. Yeah, aye, and it will get you. You know, it it does have an effect. You know, if you're having a bad time and you start reading even one negative comment, it, it can work its way in there. So just yep. be wary of, of all that. <laughs> and, and if you are, if you do go that route, I suppose, and you, you know, you're having a bad day, which I, I do a lot. And it's, it's funny because I'll get messages off people like, oh, you didn't, you know, you're not on Instagram today. You're not on YouTube today. And, mm. you know, if I know those people, I'll just be like, yeah, no, it's not feeling it today. If I'm having a bad day and I'm aware of it, I just don't even, I don't even look at the comments because, mm. you, you know, it does affect you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you, oh, totally. like you said, it colors your reading of stuff and everything. So I just leave them alone for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Do you find yourself going, I go through, well, it's not even phases, but there's just been times when I've sort of had enough of the whole, the whole sort of it, the influencer thing. I hate, I don't like, I, I, I like when people say my videos or my content has had an impact on them. You know, mm-hmm. and it's made them get out there and go and explore places and meet up with new people and try new things. I love that. That's why I do it, you know. Yep. But I also, I really don't like the term influencer because I'm seeing what's happening on social media at the moment with with people, people who've come from nowhere who all of a sudden start posting generic content and all of a sudden get a massive following and they're now like, you know, they're now like influencers. And I think I, I don't want to be associated with that. I don't I don't want to be part of that world. But mm. it's it's a hard one because it, it very much is part of this whole sort of moto vloggy. Certainly if you if you want to either do it as a living, which is effectively what I'm doing at the moment, or you you want to you want to grow, you mm. you, you you have to play a bit of the game. And I just I'm finding it a real conflict at the moment, and I I don't I don't want to be a walking billboard. I really don't want any of that. I don't. I'll never I'll never promote something that I'm not happy with, or I've never tried even myself. And I see so many people promoting bikes or products who they've literally maybe sat on it, and, yeah. and that's it. And I just think I, I don't want to be part of that. But yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, one hundred percent. It is, and it's. It, I, I to be honest, I think it's. It's actually the nice thing about being like a smaller channel like myself is. Mm. I, at, at the moment, I'm in the nice place that you know I have a job, but I, I actually I like my job. Do I want to do yeah. that style of job forever again? Please don't fire me, boss. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. But you know, do is it a nice space to be that you know, really and truly, if 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 YouTube was to explode in the morning for me and delete my channel or whatever else. You know, it, it really and truly, it just make me really sad. But I'd be absolutely mm. fine financially and everything else. It's mm. it is a very difficult line for 
you know, guys like yourself to tread. And I think you see that with, with how it affects growth is, you know, if you look at the likes of um, one of my favorite channels, Shea Tree Surgeon, you mm. know, he, he has kind of always really stuck to his guns, but then you see other channels that maybe have bent a bit more and went with certain things. And I won't name anyone because I'm not here to do that, but yeah, yeah I know, I know they've grown exponentially, but then, Again, you see that he actually gets more views than a lot of those guys with the huge number of followers. And mm. you'd, you'd wonder, have people just kind of gotten wise to, you know, that, you know, like that, they, they literally brush past the bike once and smell yeah. it. And then they're like, oh, well, this is the best bike I've ever touched. Yeah. So, it, it, it really was, a, excuse me, it really was an eye opener for me going to some of these, these press launches and, you know, it's not even it's not even like a bike launch where everyone gets invited to the same place and then everyone goes away and they have escorted rides. It's not mm-hmm. those I'm talking about. It's these ones where you turn up and they've got a fleet of bikes and it's just given to you. There you go. You get on that bike and you spend however long you want on that bike, as long as it's back by the end of the day. Happy mm-hmm. days. Brilliant. Well, I turned up there and <clears throat> in my head, I was like, well, there's two bikes that I want to ride. It means I'm only going to get half a day on each one, and I'm thinking, Jesus, how how can I how can I get a good feeling for this bike in half a day? The amount of journalists and influencers that turned up, and literally forty minutes, twenty minutes, forty minutes, <laughs> which is in you know you're in a place where you're not really going to get very far in that time, and mm. uh, they came back and did a vid on it, and I'm just like, how how have you how have you got a feeling for that bike in that length of time? Maybe yep. it's me. Maybe I need to speed up. I don't know, but it was a, no, it was a I, big I, sort of eye opener. Definitely, yeah. I I like. It, it actually sounds like you do very similar to what I do. Like I I'm lucky enough, and I hope long may it continue. Um, you know, like the likes of Freeman Motorcycles near me, who who let me take out bikes that they have up for sale. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of trust to put put with something mm. number one, which oh, I massively insane, appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I don't. I still don't know why people do it. Like I know uh, there might be some <laughs> there might be some benefit for them on a you know a social media front or maybe to get their bikes out there. But uh, to be honest, I think Seamus, the the owner, is just he's just a, a really good dude, and um you know everyone who works there. I'm not going to name everyone, but they're all they're all lovely and actually very supportive of of the channel. But what I do with them is you know I'll organize a bike that I'm interested in, and I'll go down and I ride that bike around like the cameras are off. You know, and I, I ride it around. I get a really good feel of it. I do all my brake tests and I get comfortable with it because the last thing you want to do as well is, in my, for me, is launch into a video and just be going around like, in, you know, a, a newborn giraffe, really yeah, looking yeah, you like mean. you don't, yeah. you know. So that that's that's how I do them. And like that, you know, people, I get messages a lot like, oh, I see they have this bike, this bike, this bike. Could you do them? And like, for me, if I'm lucky, I'll get to them twice in one month. And yeah. I get to do one bike a day because you know you're there you might be four to six hours and that's yeah. that's how long it takes me you know i want to yeah, get yeah. Mm-hmm. mileage on it i fill it up with fuel put mileage on it get comfortable with it do all my little tests and then i start the video and just kind of run through everything again and that's mm-hmm. that's how i like to do it um yeah. and yeah I, I completely agree i i i don't think you get a good feel for something especially if you know you don't go away and actually because you, you, it, it's it's like Anyone who says that they can jump onto any bike and, you know, ride it as fast as they possibly can, unless they're like one of the guys in 44 teeth in 20 minutes, I don't believe them because it, for, well, for me anyway, I need to, you know, you need to get used to it. Brakes are different. Acceleration is different. 
every single bike handles slightly differently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's you yeah, need yeah, to get yeah. used to it and get comfortable with it. It it's I used to be very skeptical of of the bike journals, you know, of your MCNs, people like mm. you know, your your Nevesy and and all that lot. I, and I used to think to myself, you know, really? You're just riding a bike. But it's given me a new appreciation for those folk, especially now I'm doing a lot of work with um, Simon Weir as mm. well. You know, he used to be, he still is a journalist, but they have, they have a, they have a depth of feel, a feel and an, under, an understanding for a bike and its geometry. And I appreciate you probably will as well. The mechanics of the bike, which I will never, ever possess, you know, and, and for those people, absolutely. I, I fully believe they can jump on a bike and almost straight away get a feel for mm. the bike, How just in the initial yeah, thoughts yeah. on it. Yeah, for me, I, I need I need a lot of time and a lot of miles on a bike, and even then, a lot of the time I struggle to convey it in any technical terms. I, 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 it tickles my danglies, you know that. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but that's pretty much what. If a bike if a bike tickles my nuts, if a bike makes me laugh, makes me feel great, then hopefully I can portray that. Mm. on video but i can tell you why it does it and that's why the journalists are there because they will they'll tell you it's doing it because of this but also i think i think that is actually why i like watching your videos because for me i i will jump on a bike and i will dissect it in my head mechanically Mm. that's that's just how my brain works and Mm. i know that's that's really like some people watch my videos and be like why why did you talk about you know, that one thing on yeah. the frame for so long, right? Because it really, that's what caught my interest. But yeah. I think that's why I like your review videos so much is they're very much completely different to what I would pick up on, which is really mm. good. Because if someone was to go and watch, say, one of your videos and then one of my videos on the exact same bike, they will be different, which is yeah, what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah totally. And yeah, I actually, I really like uh, a lot of what Nevesy does. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. I really like how he, talks about suspension and stuff like that he's 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 a uh, uh, hopefully i'd like to meet all these people one day myself but you never know <laughs> he knows he's got so much better on camera isn't he do, do you yeah. remember when mcn first sort of dabbled in youtube it was it was horrific it was terrible sure. we're all and like now that they're actually, <laughs> and now and now they're producing really good content really and good like he's he's plainly much more comfortable on video now than he than he used to be. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff, isn't it? I'll tell you what, I also, I'm going to say this because he's a mate, you're a mate, John, Lamb Chops. I like yes. that about uh, Ch- Chops' channel because he he's quite mechanically minded, probably not to the same level as you, but he, he certainly does a bit more research on bikes mm-hmm. than I, I literally just jump on the thing. I don't know, half the time, I don't even know what size bloody engine it is or if it's a triple or if it's in line four. I, I just jump on it. Chopsy, he will go into the technical side of things, and again, as you were saying, I like that in his vids. You get, you get, you get a different, you get a different input, don't you? Mm-hmm. When you when you watch a technically minded person's video, Definitely. as opposed to somebody winging it like like me, you know. <laughs> well, you're not, you're not winging it. You're just it's a different perspective. Um, but the, the lamb chops actually, I really liked his recent, um, you know. Des 1000 double R and I'm sorry if this is spoilers for anyone that he he ended up not purchasing mm. um, I really liked how no, number one I liked the videos he did the whole way along and that's something I'd, I'd love to do eventually is get those long term loaners 
Oh yeah, um, yeah. because it really gave. He broke it down so well, like you know what I mean. Mm. Not not even just to write it, just because he got to really live with the thing and be like, at the end, this is why I'm not buying it. Which was, mm. I think, uh, it's funny, you know. It, it's it's strange that by saying I'm not buying this bike because these reasons, and it actually was like, yeah, no, they really. That's why I would buy it. You know what I mean? Because. Mm-hmm. It was it was just cool because I mean I'd love a H two but I'm never gonna own a H two yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. fit on them <laughs> <laughs> neither does he really if truth be told but you know he's hanging on there he's hanging on oh, um, but the noise <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's a beautiful noise isn't it it's fantastic but that RR man have you ridden the RR unfortunately not man I've, just... I've sat on a few but that's it it's awesome I, I am a jixer man. I was going to say through and through, but I'm a convert to the RR. I hate, I really didn't like the, the previous versions of the RR, but this new one is just, oh, I love it. It cost me my job I would, ultimately, I but really I really hope I own at some point. Yeah. yeah I, nice. I've, I've ridden several S1000XRs thanks to my uncle because he's owned two. He owned the Gen 1 and he's owned, he owns a Gen 2 and I don't know why he does it, but he trusts me to take his bike away for extended periods of time. <laughs> He's insane. Um, but if like how good the XR is, I can only imagine how good the double R is. Like it's just. Do you think? I just don't. I don't get the XR. I don't get I, it. It doesn't do anything for me. I wouldn't. I put it you this way, right? It's it's a tough one for me because I, I every time I ride that bike. I love it. I love when I'm riding it. But then afterwards I get off and I, I said it in several of the videos I made on it. You know, you get off the bike, you turn around and you're like, but what are you though? Yeah. What, what, like, yeah, you're, you're brilliant at lots of things, but I don't know why you exist. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. one, one bike I rode recently, it was actually with Freeman's that I, it's, it's lived in my head for quite a while. And I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did was actually the F850 GS. Now it was like mm-hmm. fully kitted out one. It had all the fancy bits up and down, quick shifter, all that stuff. And afterwards, it's only because I'd ridden them fairly close together and I got to spend a week with the XR there recently in terrible, terrible weather, but still got to spend a week with it. I was like, you know, I'm never going to not have something like my, well, I'm always going to mess rad, but will I have another sport bike for, mm-hmm. you know, hooligan stuff? Um, why would I own an XR with it? Because an XR is, it's very much for me anyway, it's like a, it's like, it's a one bike for someone who wants, definitely wants to bring it to the track a lot. And, yeah. you know, wants to go out and attempt to lose their license on a daily basis, but also yeah. wants to do a touch of touring. But like mm-hmm. even the boxes that come on it, the BMW boxes to put it, to put a blood, they're not big enough. You know, I said, mm-hmm. I said that in the commuter video I did on it is like the box, the top box on my CBF, you could fit a, a small human in the top box in on the XR it barely fit my lunch. Um, <laughs> like it, it's just so small. Whereas the F850, um, I mean, that would do everything I would want on a daily, daily and still plenty fast enough. They're not by any means going to tear your face off, but they're plenty mm. fast enough and so comfy. See, I just, I, I really didn't, I didn't get the 850. I just, really? I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't for any reason understand why anyone would buy one. I just, I just didn't get it because I, to me, it's like, okay, if you, if you want a smaller bike than the GS, okay, but then mm-hmm. it's not a boxer. 
it's just it's a it's a different it's, bike. It's, it's a small bike, so it's not a GS, is it? It's not a boxer engine GS. It's a different bike. So for me, I'm I'm like it it didn't it didn't have any soul for me at all. Appreciate everyone's different, but for me, I was just yeah. mm. the XR. The XR had loads of soul. It was fantastic, but it's a sports bike. It's a sport bike for older people it's, it's that a want a bit bike, more yeah. comfortable. Yeah, and then for, for me, I'd be I'd just be like, well, I'm I'm assuming that if you're getting a bit longer in the tooth, maybe you don't want to be doing 160, 170 miles an hour. If you do, the XR is the bike for you. Absolutely. But, you know, if you if you want if you want sport bike performance for road speeds like up to 80, 90 mile an hour. It's got to be the GS or or a big adventure bike because I, I will say I haven't ridden the 1250 GS so it's right. I, let's I not may, just go. Yeah, let's not just go 12 the 1200 1250 GS because people switch off. Modern adventure bikes. <laughs> Modern adventure bikes. Yeah. Now, well, actually, that that said, would I would I buy the F850 over the Africa Twin because I've been lucky enough to mm. ride those recently as well? No, I'd yeah. have the Africa Twin first just because yeah. it's it ha- it does have that little bit more character, but. That said, the BMW 850, I don't know that you have one with all of the bells and whistles and like it had the, you know, the automatically adjusting shock. It had the up, down, quick shifter. It was just a really nice place to be. And I wrote, mm. I mean, I, I took that off for even longer than I meant to just because I was really enjoying riding the thing. Yeah. Um, but, and don't, don't kill me now because I know you own a BMW. I think a lot of BMWs in particular, because I've ridden a few of them, they lack soul just because they're so good. Totally. They're totally. just so, so good. I Absolutely. absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. It, it's it's funny though, is it? Because you try to explain that yeah. to someone who doesn't get it. Like you're like, no, my SRAD has like a massive personality because it's always, it's always doing something that you're just like, ah, oh, you know, like when you're breaking into corners, the SRAD loves to, to wiggle its arse. And then, you know, when you're, pulling up out of it. Like, obviously I'm talking about the track here, by the way, not the road. <laughs> when you're pulling up out of a corner and just gunning it, you know, I, <laughs> I have the, uh, I have the, um, I have a, a steering damper on it, but if I didn't, I mean, that thing just shakes its head like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a wet dog, but it's really hard to explain to people. All of those things are terrible, but great. And then you get mm. in one of those BMWs and it's just like, you know, you can find, yeah, you can fling it into a corner and it's just like, yeah. no problem, sir. Well, take you out the other side. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've always said that. I've always said that. They are too refined. They're too, they are too good. And as soon as you say, oh, the GS, it's too good. People just go, oh, wanker. But you're not, you're not <laughs> going, oh, I'm better than everybody else. It, it literally is. It's not involved enough. It, it doesn't, it doesn't towel flick you every now and then, does it? Like yeah, K- yeah, yeah. The KTMs, um, the KTMs, even, even the new 1290 Super Adventure, um, S, which is fucking hooligan. It's great. It's a fantastic machine. It's an amazing machine. Oh, Even that on a private road, obviously, once you get north <laughs> of like 120 and you're pinning it wide open, it starts putting a wiggle on through mm. the bars. And, you know, that's going to waken, that's going to wake you up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And it gives um, you a bit, I think it, you respect it a bit for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, in, as in, like, more. you you know, like, if Give I... Give me I, more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas when you do them, the BMWs, they're just perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I've said this before. I, I would have bought that Super Adventure S, the KTM. But it's... There was two things. One was the reliability. Still a lot mm-hmm. of electrical gremlins going on. 
And then I, I jumped, I took the KTM back and I jumped on my tractor. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought to myself, I, I had it on camera, but the GoPros, thanks GoPro, the GoPros died. Well, they didn't die. They just they just muted all the blooming audio. So I, I got no like audio. GoPro. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But I, I actually said on camera, you know, if I jump on this bike now and it doesn't do anything for me, this is going to be the most expensive test ride I think I've I've ever done. You know, it's going to be the most expensive two weeks I've ever had. And thankfully, I, I jumped on the tractor, and it genuinely wasn't that far. But for me, wasn't that far behind the the KTM. Definitely not as engaging. Definitely not as dynamic. But good. It's all right. It's enough for me to go. Okay, I'll keep you for a while. We'll see. But I, I suppose the thing is, there's very few people, even uh, for instance, on a track. There's very few people who can really take what bikes can do to 100% of their ability and then there's even less people on the road who are willing to or have the skill to take those oh, bikes totally. 100% so yeah, yeah. you know if it, like you said it's enough for you you will get almost the exact same out of all of them definitely really. mate I've taken a blooming I took the Sinus 125 out and, and, and it I put know, a bigger smile on my face than, than like 1000 litre sports bikes have in the past it's it's just, it's just it's great great bit of fun just yeah. fun I don't I don't need to be doing stupid speed anymore to have fun on a bike and it's it's nice to be in that place now. Because <laughs> yeah. before it was all about speed. It was all about near death and speed and it's just not <laughs> any more for me. Well, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> it's like imagine you with your eyes peeled open. <laughs> I used I used to love it on my jigsaws. I used to love it. I was second gear, power band everywhere you know 120 130 into third gear keep on going max the thing out it's ridiculous that is addictive though it is addictive okay it is massively it's It's great fun but it's it's a it's a very quick way to either end up in jail or um or somewhere worse (laughs) on on a slab yeah ultimately yeah Yeah. and i do i think um that that tour you did on the small bikes I actually think that's something mm. I number one I'd love to do it I'd absolutely love to do something like it I think that is something that everyone who really loves loves bikes should try to do something like that because that just looked Definitely. like so much fun and it, and like you said it just you really don't need to go as fast to still have good crack I think it's once everyone's on balanced bikes that's what makes the yeah. difference uh, if you're if you're the one pinning it to try to keep up yeah, yeah, that, yeah that does suck a little bit but you know mm-hmm. if everyone's on balanced bikes and actually um, I don't know do you ever watch the guys but Ari Henning's actually a guy I learned quite a bit of mm-hmm. mechanically say uh, he used to do great videos on it and still does really good Instagram lives and stuff um, but he did that trip with um, oh, what's the other man's name I can't remember it now the one up to Alaska on the C90 yes yes. I've not watched it but a lot of people have told me about it brilliant literally I watched that and I have an XT250 in the shed that's been in someone else's shed for a long time that I got that needs to go back together and literally as soon as I did that I went down and I started looking at it again like right okay the two stanchions are bent I need to do that I need to do the carbs and I want to get this thing running to do something just just like oh I'm going to go to the most northern point of Ireland on this slow ass 13 brake horsepower XC250 why not like 13 <laughs> it's like, it's like 13. I think they were 13 or 18 Standard, Mate, that's yeah. like a supercar. Do you know the Sinus is <laughs> 11? I think the new Sinus is 11. <laughs> yeah, I weigh a lot though. <laughs> I need that 13. <laughs> Are you more than 21 stone? Uh, I think I'm about that at the moment, yeah. I think I'm about that. Uh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be surprised. 
You'll be surprised. Um, folks, if you're listening to this and you want Ari Henning to come on, can you please post on your socials and tag him in? I'm, I would love to have Ari on here for a chat. It would be awesome. I would tag love, him, love to hear that, yeah. I would, I would do that myself because I'd love to hear you have an interview with him. I, I would love to chat with him, definitely. For sure. I was, I tried to get, I tried to get Nevesy and and Chad and various other journals on, but it's just, it's just I don't think this is their thing. Well, they basically said no, it's not our thing. So <laughs> I'm not Bennett's. Never mind. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, it. I think if anyone in that circle, say of 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 you know legit journalists were to mm. listen to some of these so I think you know there's a different audience you can reach and it's still all bike people so definitely I think they're yeah, mad yeah. not to not to give it a go because you're you're I mean you're pretty high up there in Spotify now right uh, let alone uh, yeah. the other places it's ridiculous in terms of the podcasts I mean this podcast is it's top 10% it's it's not chasing the racing there it's weird to get from like 10% to top 5% is a huge jump yeah. uh, I get sort of between 10 and 15,000 downloads a, a month um, for the podcast, which puts you in top 10% internationally, believe it or not. But to get That's top really five, good, yeah. it's, I think it's half a million downloads yeah, yeah, yeah. a month. So it's a massive jump from 10 to, to five. But I suppose though, when you, when you consider who's in the top five, I mean, you do have the likes of Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the podcasts I listen to a lot is the last podcast on the left. I'd say they're ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're patron, they're, Patreon I patron them as well because I, I felt bad they were like the top of my Spotify rewind yeah. thing last year I was like ah I should probably throw them some money every month so I listen to all of their podcasts but they're they get like I think it's $76,000 a month on Patreon wow so that just crazy. tells you that just tells you how popular they are it's, it's crazy but I mean well, fair play well deserved they're, they've been doing it for 10 years or something man there's people on Patreon earning Upwards of a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a is it a month or an episode a week? I think it's a Whoa. month. It's incredible, incredible money. There's not many, but there are people earning that. It's insane. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you to everyone that follows on my Patreon. But I don't earn anyone near that. <laughs> Me, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely don't. But I have to say, there was, um, I said it on one of the videos, there was one month, I had a, a particularly bad month financially for several reasons. Just everything broke on me. And mm -hmm. um, then, of course, which is fine. Like in my, in my own life, if things break, I don't need them. You know what I mean? I can go to work and all that. But then pretty much all of my bikes broke. And I swear to God, the money from the patron actually paid for it. It was, I, I, I can't even remember what it was, but it was something small. I was just like, I, I have no money left. And the mm. Jigster was broken. The Magna was playing up because it, it, the Magna has weird electrical gremlins. So I've just, I don't have indicators at the moment, but it runs fine. So hand signals for me till I save up to buy one of those M units or something to rewire it completely. Um, right. And then, yeah, there was the CBF that was broken, which is, it's, that is my daily. That's my daily. That's my thing. That's what I use to get everywhere. So, uh, yeah, they saved me. So, thank you very much, everyone. <laughs> I really appreciated that. <laughs> uh, I I've said it umpteen times on here. I I couldn't I couldn't do this full time without Patreon. They 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 make up pretty much half my income. So, I couldn't do it without without you folks. Thank you. If I I lost a sponsor today, which was fantastic. It's just what you want to hear, but just before Christmas. Oof. Yeah. But um, anyway, I would say who it was. 
Uh, yeah, I will do anyway. I don't owe them anything. B-Moto, yeah, they just decided to pull, which is awesome. Um, oh, right. Yeah, it's great. Uh, there's reasons behind it. Um, yeah, I, I will not go into the reasons, but yeah, they've, Fair they've pulled. Yeah. Mind. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear that. That's all right, man. It's, uh, life goes on, do you know what I mean? You just, you got to make, you got to make things work, haven't you? Mm-hmm. It's part of uh, being self-employed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Right, next one, Harley. Uh, sorry, I'll just have a quick read, make sure I got all of um, Crazy Legs' questions there. Yeah, yeah, that was just about negative comments online. He Harley, really said it off on one, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah, yeah, we, we proper went on one there. Harley, how's it, guys? What's the biggest misconception people have about you, and why do they think that? Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Oh, wow. Um, let me think now. Let me think. Um, do you ever know what people think about you? Unless... Unless they actually have the balls to say it to your face. But there is one actually that 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 that's been said to me several times. It's funny. So I suppose I suppose that's probably the biggest one I know about, we'll put it that way. Um is you know, I think people expect me in person. Um and actually the the uh the Chronicles of Mr. Fish has met me in person, so he probably could confirm this. Um I obviously don't come across in videos and stuff, but I'm actually very shy in person, hmm. which I no, probably looks ridiculous, like six foot seven creature and just going like hiding in the corner. But um, that's been said to me a few times. You know, I went to like uh, Freeman Motorcycles had a, had an event for um, I think it was Moto Witch was well, I think it was Moto Witch, um, and they had an event and I, I said I'd call down because they're only half an hour for me. You know, any excuse to get out on the bike really. And mm-hmm. there was some people there who saw me post on Instagram that I was going. There was some people obviously said hello, but afterwards one or two people messaged me like I, I never even noticed you there. I was like, how would you miss me? I was there. And they were like, oh, I just thought you'd be like, you know, big and talking and whatever. It's like, no, no, I was literally, I'd stay to the edge and talk to one person at a time. I don't do yeah, crowds. Yeah. It's not, it's not something I'm good at. So I suppose that's probably the biggest one. Why they have it, I suppose, because I make, I make YouTube videos. I mean, you probably yeah, yeah. come across as like a, a super confident person, but yeah, no, I'm not in reality. So, so <laughs> I, Sorry to interrupt. Carry on. Carry no, on. no, work away. I was finished. <laughs> um, I, I, no, I can, I can sympathise with that. I was very much like that, you know. Even, even though uh, I, you know, I was a bouncer before I joined the old bill. So you're very much, you know, you've got to put yourself out there. But that wasn't. Yeah. I was like that from a job, but in my private life, I was quite reserved, unless I'd had a beer, in which case I was naked somewhere on the dance floor. But um, yeah, fair enough, yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then in the old bill again, you're putting on a uniform and you're portraying you're portraying something to to mm. the public, but privately, I, I was like you, I was very reserved. I would never be the center of attention. I just wasn't into that. It was traveling. Traveling changed all that for me. Not that I I don't think I'm an extrovert now, but I would never have done this before. You know, yeah. invited people I don't really know on to have a chat for a couple of hours. I would have never done any of that. Um, and now. No, I've got no problem. You know, I give get up and give talks and presentations in front of people. I, I don't care if it's, you know, six people at a local club or 20,000 people at a big event. I, that doesn't bother me. Fair but I, I also, <laughs> I'm sure you, you could, you could. I'm, but then, <laughs> I'm, I'm also perfectly happy to flip the switch and just be like a little recluse. You know, I quite like my own space for sure. Yep. Whether that's on the bike and just go away and do my own thing or 
just sat at home with the missus and my dog and just chill for a while. You know, I'm, I'm quite happy in my own space, but for me, I, I also enjoy, I enjoy meeting people. I enjoy the social side for sure. And do you think, because actually it's, it's something as well, just, just in case people listening are interested in it, I suppose it's, it's something that is kind of like a constant battle in my own head. Like even for the Scotland trip, for instance, right. I know all the three guys I went with, because mm. I started making YouTube videos, you know, and I've met, I met two of the three in person before. So, um, lovely guys, by the way, but what they don't know, actually, the only person I've said it to already is, is obviously the missus, but before, like, literally the first two days before, as we were going, I was like, I don't think I can go. I don't think I can go just because mm. I was like, uh, freaking out a bit, but that happens to me even about making videos. So some days I'm just like, oh, I just can't talk to the camera, but I, I've gotten, it's, it's crazy. Like, but mm. I don't know do you do this, but what how I get over it in, in my own head is just like, nah, you just you you know, tell yourself you're being a bit silly. And it's actually why not why why, but it was one of the reasons why I started making videos was to to kind of become more confident in that, which has worked. Mm. I, I'm yeah, yeah. way better talking to people in public now and everything else, and obviously doing this. I, I wouldn't have done this three years yeah. ago. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's weird. Same, but I, I also I appreciate not everyone can do it. I appreciate there's there's some people out there who have crippling anxieties and they yep. they, they just they they they're not in a position where they can go to themselves, get on with it and do it, which is how I do it, and obviously which is how you do it. Yep. Uh, but there's other things like I've said this before again on here, you know things like I. <sighs> I'm going to lose people here. Women only track days. I've said it again on here before. Really annoy me when people go, oh, but I get intimidated. Women say, oh, I get intimidated when I turn up at a track day and there's there's men there. Mm. I get intimidated when I turn mm. up at a track day and there's people there. It's, uh, you know, I just I just think, why why do we have to like label all these things? I thought everything's about equality these days, isn't it? So just have, mm. let's just have a novice only day. Just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A novice only I was actually going to say, I, I do get where people are like for track days, for instance, right. I, I completely understand certain things where, you know, women do women only events where, you know, maybe there's drink involved, whatever else, because we all know mm. that plenty of guys get creepy, whatever, you know what I mean? No, that's, that's true. No, that is true. Yeah. yeah fair, yeah. fair, fair enough. No, I fair completely one. understand that. But for track days and to be, to be quite honest, if I ever saw anything like that at a track day, someone's getting punched in the face, you know what I mean? Mm. Because that, that is, it's, it's a completely different environment, but a novice only day. Absolutely. Because like you said, the first time you go up to one, you are breaking it. You see these guys with like, full bore race bikes you know they're, they're race bikes Vans. yeah and they're just like i mean these dudes are like you know you, for all i know you could be like moto gp under there I, I don't know you know i don't know yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah and even even like a real novice only track day i think that would be absolutely understandable as in you know obviously there's novices who've been to 10 track days but they're just still novices and mm -hmm. i mean they're way faster than a novice novice yeah and it can be really intimidating like that when people just are flying past you into corners and stuff. So I, I get that. But really, I think once you're under a helmet and under leathers, I mean, no one really cares what, you know, what gender you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you're there, aren't you? You're just you're, there. And you're you're just another it. biker. That's how I like to it's, look at it. Yeah, it's it's difficult because I've, I've, I've said this before on the podcast about th things like women-only track days and stuff. But then mm. I also realize I'm not a woman. 
You're a tall no, man. I, I I'm a six foot three, twenty one stone Scottish geezer who yeah. who isn't afraid to say it to somebody. Shut your mouth. You know what I mean. Whereas exactly, yeah. <laughs> so so I, I suppose in a way, who am I to comment about how other people? Well, it's true, isn't it? Yeah, God, yeah. it's like therapy it, this isn't it, it it's a bit, yeah but it, it's a funny one because it, I completely get where you're coming from but at the same time it's it's something that has been you know even in many situations where I'll be like oh why are you doing that that's that's stupid they're you know they'll be like well Mike you are you know a large male mm. human it's of course it's difficult for you to, to get into yeah. those shoes and understand it's like yeah, yeah. no I, I can I can I can I can agree there it is you know, I, I'm looking at it from a very, very different perspective. So that's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure. I might take that back. Reason. Maybe I should take that. <laughs> well, it's not that I should take it back. I th- maybe I feel like I should take that back. I don't know. Well, I think, do I, think, think I do. Folks? I do, I do know, agree. Let us know in the comments that you know, just to to, to, to end that one before we're all shot. Um, <laughs> is is I do think that for me anyway, I don't. You know, a biker is a biker. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't care what's under under there, what bits you have. Yeah, you, you know, if you like bikes, I'll talk to anyone who has an interest mm-hmm. in bikes. Unless you're like some crazy axe murderer who also is mad into bikes, then I probably won't talk to you. Cause... Yeah, but then you've maybe got a story to tell too. Yeah, well, I suppose. Now you're not axe murdering me, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was. Shiva. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, so I just read Harley's question again, misconception people have about you and why do they think that? And I think well, for, for me on a personal, personal note, I think it's, I think it's not just random people, but maybe some friends that I've known for a long, long, long time. I, I, I'm very conscious. I feel like I've changed as a person over the years and maybe they haven't seen the new not the new, they, I maybe knew them in my school days or my uni days, you know, that sort of stuff. They've maybe not seen me as a, as an, what I think is an adult, like 25 plus when you grow up a bit and you've got a bit of life experience about you. Mm. I think a lot of people, a lot of people saw me as a bouncer, then as old Bill, and they automatically have this preconception that you're a type of person, you know, you're, you're power hungry, you're like, you're going to be right wing in your thoughts because you're in that space. You've gone down that avenue, that sort of thing. Mm. And I, I really hope I'm, I'm not like that, you know? Oh, Sorry, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice Christmas tree too. Oh, thank you. The cat keeps trying to knock it over. <laughs> <laughs> we've just not bothered this year because we've got the puppy and um, yeah, 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 it just, it would last two seconds with that hulking <laughs> great big horse of a dog. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think, I think my friend, my friends know what sort of person I am. But other people definitely, again, going by comments and stuff. As soon as people hear that you were old Bill, or you know, you you used to be old Bill, they just have mm. this preconception that you're some sort of right wing bigoted Nazi. And <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope people realise I'm not. <laughs> Uh yeah. I, I I I never I not that I always do it. Um I don't I like it goes back to the no one's perfect thing. Um I try not to make quick judgments on people anymore. Because mm. I think you like you said, when you're yeah. younger you do and yeah. you know, you've proven wrong so many times you're like, Well, I'm an asshole. And then yeah. you know, uh pe- people prove you wrong, but yeah, like like that, I think um 
and I would be definitely guilty of that. I wasn't with you because you were you weren't a guard in Ireland, but definitely if you meet someone in Ireland and they're like, I'm a guard, I'm like, oh, here we go. They're yeah, gonna yeah. they're gonna hate me because I have a bike and I like to go fast and stuff. And you know, oftentimes they're like, nah, I'd hate you if you went fast, like too fast. Going fast is yeah. fine. No, that's yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, oh yeah. It's a, the adult bit's an interesting one too, because I mean your priorities change as well, don't they? I mean, when mm. someone knows you when you're younger and you'll just leave off everything and go this, that, and the other. But now, like, if some of my friends get on to me, I'm like, oh, no, you know, I do two videos a week. I have to edit this night or I don't have a video ready for this night. Like, I stayed up late last night to get a video done that's coming out tomorrow so I can come on this, etc. You know what I mean? So there's different yeah. priorities as well, I suppose, when you get older. So, yeah, no, that's, a, that's an interesting one, yeah. Are you another one that can get a video edited in, like, a day or two? I can't do it. It depends on the video type. Um, right. I find the, and it's something I've gotten a lot better on over the years because I think I've like I've 300 and something videos out now. I was not always as Jeez. quick. Yeah, I know. It's crazy when you look at the numbers. You're like, what? how did that happen? But mm-hmm. I think the, the videos in that I do in the shed, I'm because I've done most jobs on bikes before, um, before I go do it, I kind of know yeah. what I need to do you know you need yeah, to take yeah. the tank off you need to take the airbox off you need to take the carbs out you need to well, you know whatever so I kind of mm. have like an edited plan in my head already so I'll actually turn the camera off when I need to turn it off move it do the yeah. next bit you know I know I'm like I'll just leave the camera there because I'm going to speed it up for that bit later whatever yeah. those ones yeah, are quick yeah, to yeah. edit but when mm-hmm. you go out and you're just because how I like the video I did lots of different videos but the ones I like doing the most is I'll just literally something will pique my interest during the day and that I literally I how I start those videos is I get on the bike and I go I'm going to talk about X and I have no plan on how I'm going to talk about it I often don't know what roads I'm going to go I know I'm just going to take off in a direction and talk about it they take a while to edit obviously because I mean you, yeah. I could have repeated myself three times and I realised <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. but yeah it depends on the video definitely yeah, yeah, same. It's the same. I, I've done, um, I do this Kalimoto um, tutorial series now in, in mm-hmm. English. Yep. And again, they're really easy and quick to edit, exactly as you, because not only is the vid short, the vid's generally like definitely under 10 minutes long most of the time. So that's mm-hmm. much easier to edit than a 20 minute or 25 minute blooming vid, isn't it? It just doesn't take as long. But it, as you said, you got in your head, you, there's a start, middle, and end. Whereas, yeah trip stuff is all reactive you're just filming what's going on so you then have to watch all that footage again and cut out everything that you think makes a story cut eight hours of footage down to two then go through that again and cut that down to an hour and then again and cut it down to half an hour and yeah yeah i like people like well all of them rich lamb chops tmf they're insanely quick at editing i don't know how they do it I just, I'm painfully slow, it seems. <laughs> like, I'm I like, suppose everyone a, has their styles as well, though. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how they do it. Because I, I, I used yeah. to think, well, maybe maybe they're just not, maybe they're not putting, this sounds horrible. <laughs> I, I know this sounds horrible. I don't, well, I mean, it does sound horrible. Maybe they're not putting <laughs> the same amount of effort in, but then I've I've filmed with all of them now. Yeah. Well, I don't really film. TMF doesn't really do the joint thing, but yeah, I filmed yeah. with um, Rich and Lamb Chops. They've got exactly the same content as me, and mm. they create fantastic vids. And they're doing it like 
Chops will do it in a day, two days, and he's got he's got Does a thing he to, to look at. <laughs> I'm just like, how the hell have you done that so quickly? Yeah, that's that's impressive. And had a full time job, you know. Yeah. No, I yeah, fair play. I yeah, it, it, I don't know, I don't know, like because I always look at my videos and I, I don't know. I, this might be something everyone does. I look at them and I, I don't think you're ever happy with it, nah. ever. Um, but even like the video I did now with with Dean on the forks, um, I spent a couple of days doing that one definitely because I wanted to. I think part of that was I wanted to do, you know, him justice because it was like I asked him to make that. You know, I, I was mm-hmm. like, no, you're doing really good work. Like you've saved my ass. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so I was really wanted to do that justice. Same with the, the reviews. Like it's it's I I get to ride those bikes for me. I want to ride those bikes for me, and I'm like. You know, I don't know what the other people feel like. Like they give me, they give me. Freemans give me nothing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. all. So the only thing I'm like, okay, I want to do something for them. Or sorry, mm-hmm. as in, I mean, I give them. You nothing. give Freemans nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, that, that that came out the complete opposite of the They give me like you know free bike to ride and all that. And yeah, yeah. Whatever, and they clean them and everything. I like. I'd be. I was a, like the first time. I was like, I'll wash the bike when I'm finished because there's mm-hmm. road dust on it now. And you gave it to me pristine. They're like, nah, don't worry about it. Um, so I, I want to do that justice as well. So yeah, I don't know how they do those that quickly. That's impressive. <laughs> and, but then, and you depressing. know, yeah, totally. Tell me about it. But going back on what you were saying there, never, never underestimate what you're actually providing for like Freemans. Because mm. if you look at it in the, I'll say in the old days, traditionally, advertising was on print, wasn't it? And so for mm. them, for them to print on a magazine that would get, I don't mean this, I don't mean this derogatory, but what, you know, your level with a 5,000 subscribers. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reach you've got at 5,000 for them to get in a magazine that has that reach, they would still have to pay a significant amount of money in order to get that reach. Now, not only are they getting that reach, but they're getting targeted advertising for people who are specifically following you for your style of vid and for the content that you're providing. And you have a lot of weight in what you, as long as you don't bullshit, because people mm. sniff out bullshit really and quick. People, people know when you're bullshitting, yeah. Exactly. But if people invest in you, and in which is what they're doing when they're watching your channel, and this is something I think a lot of us in social media maybe need to realize, is that you have a lot of weight there. You definitely have a lot of weight there. You, you Effectively, we're the new billboards, the new magazines. Mm. But I do think you have, I think you have a personal obligation as to how you you use that influence. Do you know what I mean? If you go and if you go and promote any old bullshit, then, yeah, 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 then then that that influence, that weight that you have, will go very very quickly because people will suddenly, so. uh, uh, totally, hundred mm. percent. Whereas if you maybe pick and choose what you get involved with, or you just downright be upfront and be honest, which I know you do and, and, and I do and a lot of other people do. If you're upfront and honest about what you think about things, again, there's no such thing as bad publicity, I don't think. I really don't think there is because you're still getting it out there to your to your reach, aren't you? Mm. And you're as long as you quantify why you don't like X and you like Y and you're yeah. not so sure as Z, but maybe it's this, then people will make their own mind up. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's all I've, good, isn't it? I've never thought of myself as a magazine. Interesting, but no, actually, I've never, I've never thought about it. Yeah, 
We are yeah. the new. We are the new sort of magazines, effectively, aren't we? Because yeah, all we're doing yeah. is we're just get we're getting a bike or a product. We're getting it out there in front of eyeballs, which is mm. all posters, magazines, billboards did do. Yeah, yeah. You see, I, I mean, it's it's funny. It's going to sound really naive. Why I make videos is I love bikes. So, mm. but that makes sense because I know that you've had me thinking about it. I mean, every review, everything I look up ever is YouTube. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, it's what put me onto YouTube. I was like, oh, I want to do stuff like that. But yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I probably I'd, sound I'd like suggest... an idiot now on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I, I, for me personally, I would rather hear that. For, you know, for, from someone like you, I'd rather hear that from you, where you're, you're sort of, you're not aware of the of the influence you have, than someone yeah. that goes, you know, I've got X amount of hundred thousand subscribers and this reach, and whatever I say, people are just gonna swallow up. So I could just promote any old bollocks. I, yeah, you know, yeah. You'd much, I'd much rather have someone that's true and honest about what they're saying and be able to see that. But that's just me. Maybe yeah. other people are different. Again, I I, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, it's kind of if there's someone out there, and I I I hope I never hear anyone say that openly because it would definitely change my opinion of them. If um if there's people out there who think like that, I mean, whatever they say is essentially worth nothing mm. because I mean, yeah. it's a non-opinion, isn't it? It's just it's an integrity matter. Yeah, 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 it's an integrity matter, isn't it? At the end yeah. of the day. This is something that was was drilled into into me and 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 us in the old bill. When I joined two thousand and two, swing the old lamp. There was a saying in the Met: integrity is non-negotiable. And that I think, never mind in the old bill, in life that's true. Because as we've said before, if someone thinks you're full of shit, then your word means nothing. And ultimately, mm. at the end of the day, your word is all you've got, isn't it? It's oh yeah, hundred percent. You know what you stand for is all you have as a as a as a baseline in life. You know, it, it, it literally you go from there in everything. So I think I've had too much to drink. I'm getting very philosophical. <laughs> Talk, <laughs> talking a drink. Look at this velvet cake. Oh. Pecan salt. Oh wow! <laughs> How good is Brew that? Brewdog velvet cake, pecan salted caramel stout. It's gorgeous. I'm gonna have to it's get like me a, a can of like, that, mate. It's like a chocolate <laughs> cake in a can. It's awesome. Have Have Brewdog sponsored you yet? No. Ah, no. Come on, Brewdog. Come on. <laughs> Give the man I've, a sponsorship. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried to get them on the podcast purely because they're from like a, a town just down the road from where I grew up. They're like yeah. local boys, done good. And yeah. I would love to get them on and have a chat, but they've they've never replied. I don't. I don't blame them. I'm nobody compared to them. But ah, um, yeah, I just, still. I just, I just get people like people send crates of brew dog to the house i've had folk turn up outside the house with it people turned up at the <laughs> nec when i was on the stalls with cans of brew dog thanks keith cheers for that pal you know, <laughs> that's um, brilliant <laughs> it was awesome it's brilliant <laughs> anyway right uh we're an hour and a half in we've not even finished patron questions sorry two more sorry. to go <laughs> no no it's me man. it's me just just me just getting all deep and meaningful well carol <laughs> christmas greetings from dublin my question for both would you rather ride a bad bike on a good road, excuse me, or a good bike on a bad road? Merry Christmas to both of you. 
Michael, are you up for a pint in Kilkenny in 22? Yes. <laughs> right, there um, you are, Will. Drop him a line. Bad bike, right, good, good bike, road. bad road. Bad bike, good road. I suppose you'd have to quantify what a bad bike is, wouldn't you? Like, are we talking like a Bandit 600 with 200,000 miles that literally the swing arm is wobbling around because its bearings are completely gone and it's just terrifying? Mm-hmm. Or are we saying like, because some people think bad bikes are like, you know, smaller displacement because we had that discussion. So I, I'm going to assume that Will is a man of taste and refinement and he means a crappy old bandit that's falling apart. And I'd probably still take that in a good road, to be honest. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah. I, if it's a good road, I don't care what I'm riding, you're going to enjoy it, aren't you? It's just still. Yeah. Whereas if you go onto a really bad road, Say it's just oh, arrow just... straight for 300 miles. Nah, I couldn't do that. Nah. That's just... what cars and cruise control is for. Absolutely. Um, that, yeah. that said as well, I mean, if you have an unreliable bike, because I, I absolutely love my Magna. I love it to pieces. <laughs> but that bike needs to be stripped out of the frame and rebuilt, to be quite honest, right? <laughs> Which I'm going to do at some stage. Every time I ride that, usually something breaks. But that's part of the fun. You know what I mean? If you're out and it's just, it's like, oh, that's falling off. Oh, I need to try fix this here or whatever. It's, it, I, I don't know, have people ever gone on trips with bikes like those? But the most interesting trips you see on YouTube are people on bikes that are just about hanging on. Or, Absolutely. You know, it, 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 it's part of it. So yeah, bad bike on a good road, definitely. Definitely. It's part of the adventure, isn't it? When things go wrong, the adventure starts. Definitely. Unless like you're buying a bike that is legitimately going to kill you. Don't don't do that. <laughs> I, I won't advise that. <laughs> but you could have a giggle before it all ends. You never know. Mm. Anyway, Maybe. Pete English. Last one, ah, Pete, Pete English. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hope you're both fit and well. Well, I'm well, Pete. I'm yeah, well. I'll, I'll go with that as well. I'm well. <laughs> After recently spending an awesome week touring the south and west of Ireland, my question, what time of year would you suggest to go back and what and what would, oh, sorry, what are the most must-see hidden spots to go visit and where to stay? Keep up the great work and live your life. So best time of year, what do you see and where do you stay? Uh, hello, Pete, number one. Uh, he was with Richie, wasn't he? He was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw him in the videos. Um I, I was actually gutted I didn't uh, I was because I, I, Richie actually messaged me back to one of my Instagram messages but I was you know work I would have lo- I would have loved to meet up with them but um, best time of year it depends it you know if, if you get that that Indian summer as they call it that's a great mm. time of year because it's generally quieter tourist wise it's just like what September isn't it September-ish yeah. um, that's a great time of year because it's quieter it's not too hot it's actually lovely bike riding conditions you know clear skies not too hot good grip on the roads um otherwise probably may is generally quite good as well may june may. is usually quite good yeah right. yeah may okay. may because uh we've we've this thing is uh when leaving cert students are uh in which is the you know you're 18 years old finishing school i don't, I don't know just for everyone who might be from anywhere um generally there's a there's a rule that when they're going doing their final study and final exams 
um, that is when we have the best weather. That's a uh, <laughs> universally recognized fact. Um, we, we all have to go through that sitting in the window staring, staring out. Well, not that I studied much, but anyway, that's probably evident. Um, the Yeah, but May, May or September, I'm going to say. But to be honest, it, Ireland is like Scotland. The weather's so changeable. Who knows? Awesome. Um, and it, Anytime between, yeah, anytime between May and September is when you have nice temperatures. I would say those times. Gotcha. Um, right. What was the next one? Hidden hidden spots. Oh yeah, what what to see and where to stay. What to see? I don't think they did it. Not I, one of the coolest little roads that I have ever done, and I love it. Is um, pre sleep. I'm not going to say like Healy Pass and stuff because a lot of people know about Healy Pass and obviously the Clarny National Park and all that. They're all fantastic roads. But pre-sleep is actually not far from Healy Pass. It's not far from Kinmare and all those beautiful spots. Um, and it's often overlooked because it's just, it's kind of out of the way, but there's an unbelievable view from the very top of pre-sleep. A little plug here, I've done a video on it. Um, hmm. Beautiful road, beautiful road. Um, Guggen Barra, which is a national forest, uh, that actually burnt burnt down. It's kind of funny, but also not funny. It's a national forest park that isn't really a forest at the moment. <laughs> but anyway, um, that moving Barra is also another hit. Yeah, yeah. And then to, where to stay? To be honest, outside of a city, anywhere outside of a city, you can't go wrong in Ireland. All right. Well, May pre-sleep. I'll be seeing you there. I've I've heard a few people talk about um, pre-sleep. Actually, yeah, it's definitely on the old must-do list for sure. Yeah, the view view right. from the top is beautiful. Cheers for that, Pete. Um, mate, that is all the Patreon ones. Uh, we are one hour forty minutes. Have you got time? We crack on and do. Yeah, Instagram. yeah, yeah. No, we can yeah. keep going. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there weren't any on on Facebook when I last looked. I'll just have a quick refresh, but there was nothing showing up on. Um, Facebook, I think I, Facebook, I posted. Facebookians don't want to know about me. I, I think it's because <laughs> I don't often get, I don't always get to the Facebook questions on the podcast. And oh, I, okay. I know some people have messaged and said, well, there's no point in me leaving any comment, any questions, because you never do the Facebook ones. So maybe people have given up on that. I don't know. But I do my best, folks. But, you know, once we start getting two and a half hours in, I'm like, oh, yeah. kind of need to be. <laughs> Um, right. First off, we are now at Teapot One Insta over on Instagram. And again, I'll leave uh, Michael's socials all down below. So make sure you give him a follow. Hippodrone247. Michael, if you Frank had to Pete. give up the Magna or the Jixa, how many people would you take down if they try to enforce it? <laughs> is, that, is that a possible decision? Magna or uh, Jixa? No. no. No, no. <laughs> no, no. You'd have to, you'd have to drag them from my cold, very dead hands. Like, as in, you know, you get that like death grip on things. You'd have to break my fingers to get them off. No, 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 just no. Both of those bikes, um, I, the Magna. Look, I, I remember seeing one when I was a child, and from then that, that Gen Two Super Magna, I, I just I fell in love with them, and I got the chance to buy one, and I bought it, and it will be mine forever. And then yeah. the S-Rad was obviously my uncle's. And that, I mean, I looked I looked at that S-Rad sitting in a garage for like, I think it was like 12, 13, 14 years. Jeez. And, and then finally he said, you know what? Go on, you can, you can, you can bring it back to life. And I, just because it, it, it's 
it's been in the even in the family so long. I know it sounds ridiculous, but no, I could never. No, I could never get rid of either of those. <laughs> are you are you a bit handy in a rock? <laughs> so say again. <laughs> rock R U C K R U C K. Are you are you handy in a rugby? fight? <laughs> oh, in a fight. <laughs> um, yeah, I can handle myself. I'll say that. <laughs> seems I, like I, it seems like everyone is doing jujitsu these days. Yeah, one of my friends just started jujitsu. Actually, I I'm more of a, a boxing, kickboxing type person. So, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I would avoid violence as much as possible, though, because you know yourself when you're a bigger fella, you could seriously hurt someone, and that's not what hmm. you don't want to do. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more of a keys in the hand windmill type of bloke. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Gets the job done. <laughs> Next one. Motor <laughs> underscore MA77. Can you ask Michael, why does it always rain in Mexico? Also, oh, here we go. This is a chap you're talking about. Also, has he yeah. lost weight ready for track days? You should know what I mean because I messaged them about it. What's this all about? Lost weight for a track day. What's that all about? <laughs> so the video where I talked about crashing the jigsaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I even just started thinking about this. It's just hilarious. Like how, anyway. <laughs> so there was a guy commented on it and <laughs> he said, he basically said, not not to be rude. Good thing he started the comment with that because how could you not <laughs> think this is rude? He said, um, you know, generally sports bikes are for um, fitter people, you know, because, you know, that's on, when you buy them, that's on the booklet, you know, you got to be, you got to oh, yeah, be a fit yeah, small yeah. person. Um, yeah. And then he went on anyway to say, that's the reason I crashed it because I was fat piece shit. And I was, he estimated 40 to 50 kg overweight. I was like, wow. dude, if I was 40 wow. kg lighter, I'd literally be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, uh, I remember I posted that comment up on Instagram and that's when, uh, when, when Motor messaged me and we just had a laugh about it because it was just ridiculous. And I, w- I went back to that comment. I didn't, you know, I, I, I gave him a piece of my mind nicely. Um, and he actually, the funniest part was I was like, you're off your head. I didn't crash it because I'm, now, bearing in mind, actually, the man sort of had a point because the 25-year-old collapsed rear shock did let me down because it mm. wasn't sprung from my weight or whatever else. Mm. There's a difference between something not being set up for your weight and you just being too fat for sports bikes. That's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then anyway, so I replied and said, look, you're, you're, you're ridiculous, basically. And yes, you are incredibly rude. And I'm definitely not 40 to 50 kg overweight because I'd be dead. But yeah, and I did say, yeah, I could do it losing like 10 to 15 kg. I won't deny that one. You know, none of us are liars here. But um, and then the best part was he came back and tried to defend his claims. Like, no, no, it's you're wow. you are 40 kg overweight. I was like, dude, drop it. You know what I mean? But uh, it was it was it was just it was one of those comments that you get and you're like, is this person okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where where is this coming from? <laughs> <laughs> if I if I, I give us some sort of retort, am I the one that's going to be in the wrong here? Not the wrong, but you know yes. what I mean. You're like, is this person actually stable? <laughs> is, it, yeah. is it fair? I, for I, me I, to that honestly, to say when, when I left it, I was, yeah, I was concerned that he wasn't so I just I stopped replying because I was like nah no way is this person 100% there like this just there's something 
you know that that clock is cracked. There's there's something wrong. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. That clock is cracked. Uh, my grandfather used to say it. <laughs> that is genius. I've never heard that before. That's brilliant. Um, what's the? Why does it always rain in Mexico? What's that all about? Well, sometimes I teleport to Mexico in some videos. Uh huh. It just happens to be raining in them. It, it may look very like Ireland, but I assure you, it's Mexico. <laughs> Watch the vid, folks, and find out. Uh, Kazawaki, <laughs> ask him if he's still embarrassed ah, about lose. Uh, ask him if he's still embarrassed about losing his keys while spying over a fence at some geese, and whether or not he still has trust issues because of the incident. All right, come on, you've got to tell me more about this. I was going to be nice and say I like Kaz, but no, no, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> so myself and Kaz, uh, Kaz is actually uh, used to make videos anyway. He's kind of on pause at the moment. I'm actually currently doing some work on his bike from, um, he's a buddy of mine. And anyway, we met up to do the Gordon Bennett rally route, which we got lost and didn't really do, but you know, we still, we still had fun. Um, and we stopped at one little car park and uh, there was, I mean, there was a full back garden full of geese there was just loads of geese so i stuck my head over the ditch and was looking at them while chatting to kaz on my car anyway i walked back to the bike to find no key in my bike i was like yeah, where have i put my keys you know i couldn't possibly have lost my keys where would i have put them and eventually kaz revealed that he had in fact taken them all the while laughing at me on his own GoPro and having a great out time. <laughs> Do I have trust issues? No, no, not with general people, but with you, Kaz, yes. <laughs> oh, with them, yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always that, fun that when guy. your mates do stuff like that too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's funny because I'm currently I currently am in possession of his bike, so you know, just saying. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be messaging him tomorrow. Oh, your bike fell over in the shed. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoy that rear shock, Kaz. That's all we're gonna say. Enjoy that rear shock. <laughs> Uh, who we've got here snow.bike.mike excellent all these top tier guests lately is made for a mega podcast look forward to this one thank you very much Mike cheers enjoy Canada dude he's posting up Snowbike Mike is posting up some uh, cracking content at the moment he's snowboarding around a very snowy whistler in Canada so good on you oh I must have a look Uh, next one Carpin Matt a snail is hunting you down and if it touches you you'll die Wow. It always knows where you are and is always making its way to you. What's your plan? Bloody hell, folks. Wow. Okay. So you've got a Terminator snail. If he touches you, you'll die. He always, or it always knows where you are and it al- it's always making its way to you. What's your plan to evade it? God. I didn't get a notification for this one. I have no idea. <laughs> Wow. What? Is it snails or slugs melt when salt touches them? Slugs, I think. Uh, I, I, I don't know. You've got Google. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to Google, <laughs> Google. Google it here. I'd suggest if it's a snail, then as long as you go like even remotely quicker than the snail, you'll be all right. Just keep moving. And if you're going to have a snooze, get so far ahead of it that you can have a little snooze. No, we're sorted. We're sorted, right? I'll create a bodysuit for us 
that just constantly excretes salt because salt kills snails and slugs by mixing oh, with go. the slime on their skin to create a highly saline solution. This rapidly sucks the water out of their bodies by osmosis, causing them to bubble, shrivel, and die of dehydration. Terminator this slug, is, come at me. This is why I don't think any Scotsman or Scots person has ever been killed by a snail, because we have salt on everything. We have salt on a porridge. <laughs> we have salt on our chips. We have salt on our whoa, cereal. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have salt <laughs> on your porridge? God, Yeah. <laughs> Do you not know I just had a life revelation here. No, who puts salt in porridge? You put honey I, on I, porridge, you lunatic. I don't, I don't anymore. But traditionally, like a Scottish, you know what a bannock is? Have you heard of a bannock? Like no. traditionally, traditionally, um, Scots, certainly where I'm from in the Northeast, they, they sort of, a staple of the diet, like going back hundreds of years, was mm. like like an oat cake, but it's it's basically just okay. oats and water mixed with some salt, and it's cooked on right, a right, over the fire. So it's like a, mm-hmm. a very early oat cake, but it had salt in it, and they used to put salt in the porridge as well, just oats with salt because they didn't have sugar back in those days, and that's and water, and that that was porridge traditionally. <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrific. I was just going to say, but people still do this on purpose. Um, I, I would imagine that's pretty much gone. I, I know from like my days in school, primary school and very young days at the academy when you do, you know, you do stuff on history and learn about your your traditions, your local traditions. Yeah. We used to have like older people coming in and giving you talks and telling you what it was like to work on a farm in those days and that yeah. sort of generation did, but certainly, like I was born seventy six, so my parents' generation and onwards, nah, nobody, nobody puts salt. <laughs> no, that, that's, no one. That's we, okay. have, we have sugar was, now, so you put sugar in. <laughs> I was going to call social services for the entirety of Scotland. There, or something <laughs> like, come on, you, there's, there's nicer things available now than salt to put in your porridge. You poor, it's just poor, me suffering a human. Sweeping generation. That's all. <laughs> Generalization. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay that's what that's what we're here for but yeah basically I would just cover everything around me in salt all the time and that snail would just die okay I think I'd yeah. just keep moving oh well that's a good point yeah 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 yeah. just put a line of salt over it kills the snail and you can carry on with life yeah, yeah. Terminator snail is dead interesting mm. question though <laughs> it, it is Matt I mean that, that that's a heck of a question I um, that's a very interesting I, question I wonder how your brain works Mm. It concerns me how his brain works (laughs) We are done with the questions posed by everybody That's almost two hours bang on Right, um, how about we call it at two hours But before we do, I've got a question for you What's the plan? Okay What's the plan? What's the future? Ooh Um, In an ideal world, where do you see yourself in, in five years' time? Not necessarily YouTube-related Um, an ideal world. I'm gonna say not in Ireland anymore. That is Ooh. one thing. Ooh. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to move somewhere else, try somewhere else, and yeah, not even necessarily to do with YouTube, but doing more with bikes. Like I'd love to have. One thing I love doing anyway is uh, love working with CNCs. I lo- just like them. They they. They're nice. I'd love to make custom parts for bikes at some point. Um, 
I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, one second. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> sorry, you've been summoned. <laughs> it goes over. Uh, um, sorry about that. You have to do a cut now. Um, I don't worry about it. <laughs> the yeah, what was it? Yeah, so out of Ireland, and I, I to, to be honest, I just like to work more with bikes. Um, whether it be YouTube, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not overly hopeful, say, of my chances of growing enough to ever make YouTube like a full-time thing. It would be amazing to get there. Um, if that was, you know, at the start, I never thought about it. And then when, when I got, you know, slightly bigger on channels, people started asking the question and I, you know, then you think about it mm. and yeah, I think, I think I'd love to, at some point, if that was to ever happen, it would be an, a new dream, say come true. Not one that I always mm. had, but, now definitely that would be that would be pretty pretty cool. But to be honest, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I would like to move to a country that's a bit sunnier for a while. I'm not saying I'm going to stay there forever. Um, you know, you always kind of come home, I suppose. Yeah, no, I get and, it. I get it. And work more with bikes, whatever that might be. Whether you know, if if I ever get to even, I know maybe help out with filming them. You know, maybe something in design, maybe custom parts. I don't know, some something more with them I suppose fair enough good on you I know exactly what I'll, I'll not keep you long because I know I know you've got somewhere to go now apologies if I kept you too <laughs> you're long um, you're grand you're grand uh, I know exactly what you're saying about YouTube it was it was never in a plan of of mine up until literally a month or two before I actually made the leap to go I, I never planned to go full time um, I'm still waiting for somebody to pinch me and, and for me to wake up you know for sure yeah but um, yeah, don't say it's never going to happen. You know, that's my only, if you want it, that's my only advice. If you've got an idea what you want, focus on it and go for it and work at it. And it, you know, and if you keep going for it and it, there's no reason why it won't happen, just keep going and keep going, keep going for sure. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, 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 and look, the thing is, I know that sounds negative in a way, but my no. way of doing things, this is going to sound terrible, right? What I do for myself is I set, I set the bar low in my own brain because uh, I don't like to be disappointed in myself. But then I, you know, I like I, I it's I don't put in any less effort for it. I just I I love making videos. That's one thing I love making videos. Mm. I love talking to people on YouTube. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, and I'm always trying to improve my own quality anyway. Because like I said, you never you're never really happy with it. So. If that eventually leads to something bigger and better, great. I, I won't. Good I won't man. say no. <laughs> Good man. I'm the opposite. I always set the bar ridiculously high, and I'll never, ever, ever attain that level. That I'll. Um, so I'm always <laughs> trying to reach for it. You know, I'm always trying to to just to, to keep going for it and try and get better and better. And who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens, mate. Um, absolute pleasure chatting with you. Michael, before we go, feel free, plug, promote, shout out, whoever you want, whatever you want, over to you. Um, Teapot, one, I know you're here because it's his channel, but definitely uh, Teapot, I've been a fan a long time, so uh, oh, thank so you very much you. for thank inviting you. me on, number one. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a surprise when I got the message, so that was, that was pretty cool. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I suppose, look, you can, you can, if you want to, you can check out my videos on YouTube. It's 
the Gorilla Biker. Uh, Instagram is the Gorilla Biker. Facebook's the Gorilla Biker. The main thing for me is very much YouTube. So that's where my 98% of my focus goes. So that, that would be what I would recommend to people to go look at. But I do post on Instagram, you know, the extra bits, smaller bits. So if you want to see those. Yeah. Um, other than that, I suppose... Uh, yeah, look, I will shout out because we mentioned them a few times, Freeman Motorcycles and Clamel. They're obviously, they've been very good to me, giving me bikes. And also a buddy of mine, Dean, who does suspension and stuff. If you're in Ireland or want to send him something, he's uh, he's actually provably very good because he fixed my jigsaw shock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was that was, that was was nice of him. And, he's uh, a funny lad. Yeah, he no, not, not, stuff. to be honest. Dean, he does. Uh, it, it, that is one thing, actually, I should probably warn people. If you do you know, give him anything to work on. It comes with a side of gentle abuse. So be prepared for that. <laughs> awesome. Folks, please make sure you check out um, the Gorilla Biker on YouTube. Check it out. If you do enjoy it, give him a little bit of support there. Give him a wee follow, a like, a share, comment on the vids. It's a massive, massive help. Even just hitting that thumbs up button helps massively with YouTube. So, Please do if it fits. Um, Michael, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really do appreciate you coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Very much appreciate it. Absolutely my pleasure, man. Absolutely my pleasure. And um, like I said, I'll be coming over to Ireland, so I, I would love to meet up with you and maybe we can do some content together. Absolutely. I have several bikes you have to try out. <laughs> Beautiful. Right, you're on. Let's make sure it happens. Absolutely. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hold you to it now. I have to get you up on the Jixer and the Magna right. and the CBF and the right, XC250 it. if it's fixed. Let's do it. And I'll get you, I'll get you on my uh, tractor. You can get on the old yeah, GS1250. Yeah, yeah. You'll be another convert. Watch this space. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll All see. right, dude. Have a, have a great night. Apologies for keeping you so long. Um, no, you're crying. You're fine. I really appreciate fine. your company. Folks, no, and hope you've enjoyed. Great talking to you. Sorry, go on. No, no great There's a wee bit of a delay. Also. Apologies about this. No, you're fine. <laughs> Folks, hope you've enjoyed this one. (laughs) Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Keep doing your thing. Uh, Sorry, let's just go one back slightly. As I said before, if you've got anyone you'd like to see on the podcast, make sure you post up in uh, your socials or my socials. Tag me, tag them, and we'll try and make it happen. All right, folks, keep doing your thing. Look after those that you love. Get on out there whenever you can and live your life. Woo-ha! Well, I mucked the end up on there, didn't I, pal? <laughs> <laughs>